0: This is the Dear Warren Podcast. Uh, Welcome to Dear Warren Podcast. Uh, If you're new to the podcast or if you're a returning listener, we just want to thank everyone because we've actually hit over a thousand downloads. So, thank you to each and every one of you who have listened, who have uh, subscribed, who have told someone about the podcast um and if you're new we do backseat parenting we share stories principles parables lessons we try to pass it down to my son warren and this week Um, my guest is my good friend, Mr. Mario Hamblin Jr. Please say hello.
1: What's goody? How you doing? (laughs) That's for everybody in Jersey, especially Montclair. Shout out, Blee Blue. We here. Yes. (laughs) All that. And, and
0: I'm, I'm a little loopy and we'll get into that a little bit later because you, you came in, we both came in. One of the first things you asked me for was, uh, was, was a box of tissues,
1: tea. Oh my God.
0: Can
1: you tell everybody what kind of tea this is? This is so good. I need to know
0: this that way. that is uh throat coat tea it's Ooh. it's the one that uh, a lot of guests have commented on when uh it's i that and I, I ask everyone before they come over for uh, uh the podcast i'll ask them okay this time this time would you like some tea you saw that yeah, right yeah. when i text you would time. you like some yeah, tea Every single day, and then you're like absolutely
1: cuz i was going to ask you for some tea <laughs> anyway when you said can i absolutely yes
0: because i don't know what it is i think it's more so of mm-hmm. of uh Warren and his daycare where where they just uh uh just they just on each just incubate the newest, like, Petri dish slash super virus of this new cold that, like, hey, I'm... 36 years old i thought i, I ran into everything I, th- I think my immune system is pretty mm-hmm. good nah
1: But well, that's the conspiracy they bundle yeah. it in cuteness and it looks like you so <laughs> then a you, cute bomb go. oh yeah and then the next thing you know
0: i'm incapacitated on on the couch where uh oh happy thanksgiving to everyone happy Turkey i hope to Everybody. everyone had i hope you had a great I thanksgiving did.
1: it was very fun how about you mine
0: was great i could not taste the fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> I could. I'm like. I. Th- I think this is turkey. It has the consistency of turkey. There's a little saltiness in there. I can't. And and uh, my my brother-in-law Adam like. Oh, I, I. This is a fresh one. It's non-frozen. You know, 18 pound turkey, free range. and I wish like. I could tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, thank you for all that.
0: <laughs> and then I was just laid out on the couch, hopped up on cold medicine, pretty much up until today's. And I think you have are also recovering from yeah, something.
1: Yeah, man. I was staying in an Airbnb and like. I don't know. Like, they told me, oh, well, you know, the apartment gets really hot. It's going to be fine. You know, you're going to be okay. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah. I uh-huh. didn't know all the heat radiated through where I, my head was. uh So, I woke up, and I'm, like, gasping for air, coughing. I felt like I had guzzled, like, a bunch of sand and stuff. and. <laughs> My sinuses have hated me for the past like thirty. I asked hours. you that. I I asked you.
0: I, I was under the assumption that you were home. I'm like, oh, do you have like a humidifier or anything yeah, like that? I do have a humidifier <laughs> yeah.
1: for that reason, and nothing in my head was like you should probably bring that with you. <laughs> no, I just I just went out to to Airbnb. It was great though. Thanksgiving, I went and visited um my girl's family in mm-hmm. the Bronx. No, we went to Yonkers, and you know I showed up like an hour and a half late. And you know how black people do—you show up late, and they still not ready to put on all the food. So uh, we we're sitting there, and like it was real cool. It was my first time meeting their family, and like uh, they like me. And you know, I I love coquito, and that's just it made my made my holiday. You ever had coquito? No, oh, it's so good, man. It's like it's like Dominican and like Puerto Rican eggnog, and <gasps> I don't like eggnog, but I don't like egg, it, eggnog it, either. Dude, it's but it's so good. Like you put some cinnamon in there, and like yeah just hits you like it's so she made nutella coquito i've never had that right right so good, see people wall. are gonna hear this you're right. like mario you're just no it happened it, it <laughs> was there because she had that and she had pumpkin um the coquito i wasn't into that because it had like seeds and bits uh, but it was real good i'm like texture sensitive i don't like stuff like that me too yeah jess is uh, as as well too you if you
0: get the wrong texture in something it's just uh, can you, you get that flan? what's flan? that Flan, flan i can it's got to be good gotta be yeah it's got to be good you know what i mean how you like your eggs eggs i uh, depends on the mood i'm in but mm. not runny just you, not. just not never too runny. sunny
1: side what's that know, like, nah no, i'll no. do
0: over easy but never could over like, easy. I, I could I'm, do over easy but like i do it the 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 asian thai way what's that which, which is like we, we put that egg we put that shit over rice man you, you know you know what? so you That's break real good so you break that shit up the yolk yeah. and it drains right into You're the right. rice a little bit of like uh, fish oil some herbs and and and, and all that I think all, all, all the Thai people and, and Filipinos are Facts like, right. they're like, oh, uh, I thought this was going to be a controversial co- uh, podcast. That's what I have for breakfast right now. You know, so yeah,
1: That's the real. Yeah. You know what I didn't know until recently? <laughs> What's that? The Asians don't really eat, like, eat cheese or like put no. cheese and stuff. Nope. That was astonishing. for. And I watched, I learned that through like a comedy video of these black <laughs> people discussing it. One of the girls is half Japanese. She was like, that's disrespectful putting cheese on stuff. And then she's still talking about the relevant to- topic. And there are eight people sitting there like, I don't huh, think Lo has cheese. Oh my god, that doesn't <laughs> Asian. We're like mind blown. I'm like, yo, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> it was never part of the the culture. Real, I mean, they got one half of the the Italian thing right. They yeah. got the noodles. Right. That's where the Italians got all the the you know. the the idea for pasta at least that's what what i'm 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 thinking you can google that we're going google free on this podcast i'm just sticking with it spin straight
1: facts (laughs) alternative facts (laughs) though
0: but uh that's the thing my my dad was telling me too because he he grew up like he he could do like whole milk and and cheese a little bit when he was growing up but at a certain point it just just he just couldn't do it and that's just because like if you if 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 you looked around thailand and everything there wasn't a lot of cattle and there wasn't a lot of like process for like pasteurized cheese or Or anything like that. So it's not really a main constituent uh, part of the diet.
1: So the people that were farmers (laughs) and the people that had cattle and that like, because if you have cattle, you got to milk the cow or else the udder swells and such. What do you do with the milk then? If you're not making cheese, like what else are you? No idea, man. You're you're going (laughs) you're going into
0: territory where uh, now I'm gonna have to start making stuff up. I don't know. Maybe they made i I know there is some type of like ice creams that they they used to do i don't know if it's straight milk i don't know if they just ever really got into like straight like just whole milk. just milk it's yeah
1: just unpasteurized.
0: yeah but that's why you don't see that that like like cheese a part of a lot of like a, asian cuisine that's very interesting and and it used to be a joke from from my dad that uh, of like oh well you know like the american diet that's why you don't see that many like uh uh Fat Asians or or something like that. I'm like, ah,
1: uh, y'all got sumo wrestlers.
0: Yeah, but 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 that's because like those 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 sumo wrestlers aren't like fat like. You know, like just just like large fat. Like yeah, those yeah. those sumo wrestlers are like, if 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 they flexed, you could probably see in even though they have a huge belly. Like a you ever see a fat guy six pack? You, you know what I mean? I know what you're talking. about. You know about. what like I'm the, talking the about? The they just big look like bodybuilder a burly, six pack thing. yeah, like a burly type of like six pack. Like Not like they that, put that a neat, literal lean six
1: pack of beer in their shirt type of thing. <laughs> yeah, like it's round, but it's yeah,
0: like, yeah. But also, at the same time, yeah, they're, they're, they're most likely fat as, as as well, too. Who's
1: homeboy from Street? E-Honda. E-Honda. Nice <laughs> e <Honda going. laughs> If you guys don't know me, I'm a huge nerd. Like, I'm a, I'm the biggest, like, nerd you're going to meet. I love science. That's a throwback.
0: Capcom. Street Fighter oh, yeah. 2,
1: baby. There's going to be plenty that was my of game. memes and plenty of jokes. There's going to be lots of video game references. So, awesome. you know, get Google fired up if you don't know what I'm talking about. And if I don't know what I'm talking about, get Google fired up. Thanks. <laughs> But going back to the,
0: the just uh, Asians and then like the diet and everything, the one thing that I did notice was like growing up, even, even most recently up in, up until now, I noticed my mom had, uh, was dealing with uh, a bit of like high blood pressure Okay. and uh, high blood pressure and also uh, that, that borderline thing, not, not uh, type two diabetes, but that like, board, what is it? Pre-diabetic or something like that. Yeah. And there's like a, that range for it. And she was, ever has to fight like. Getting out of that range, so like sometimes she'll go from like if it was a zero to one hundred, she'd be like somewhere between zero and fifty, uh, and like you know hovering around there. And that's mainly because of the the white rice, mm. a lot of you know I noodles like and white, white rice, a, a lot of a lot of the 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 what is it refined carbs, yeah. a lot of the, and also they put like fish sauce or soy sauce and a lot of things, so yep. it's just like high sodium and salt. So I when mean, yep. you put all that in in into play, yeah, that's when you know. I I think, or maybe it's just the family history. Maybe it's it's hereditary as far as like the high blood pressure and everything. Could be. How do we fall off on that? How do we fall Uh, off on cheese?
1: I think I think uh, pre-diabetes is a very interesting topic. Why, Why so? I have like diabetes runs in my family, so I find it very serious that I have to always like eat right. I have to have a bunch of salads and be hungry and mm-hmm. eat those almonds. You know it's better for you. Don't don't you touch that honey bun. Like, I have to keep thinking like that. Sugar, but, man. Yeah, exactly. It's hard. But my dad, like, at one point when I was a kid, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm just pre-diabetic. I'm just pre-diabetic. Like, he just kept saying it, and I <clears> believe <throat> at one point it was probably true, and then The other day, I was like, hey, you know your foot is, like, swollen? Oh, shit. Like, do you know that? He's like, yeah, I'm diabetic. I'm like, yeah, well, like, six months ago, you were pre-diabetic. So, when did you stop and you became just diabetic? Mm -hmm. And it just, I not that, like, pre-diabetes isn't real. I felt like he specifically used it as, like, uh, I'm not really diabetic if I don't say I'm diabetic type of thing. I was like, well, for me, the person that doesn't have anything to do with this, how do I actually know when I need to stop you from getting the sweet tea? Like, what you know? Because you tell me you're pre-diabetic, and your doctor says it's okay to have a drink once in a while, and then and then all of a sudden you're diabetic and your foot's fat, and now I'm I'm out here looking dumb because I didn't put two and two together because I believed you. You, you you know uh, up even up until last year when I took my
0: uh, most recent blood test I was actually starting to get into the range of pre-diabetic Ooh. unbeknownst to me Ooh. How you feel? And, huh how do you feel about that I, I was I was shocked because mm. I considered myself a very good eater right and I considered myself very uh, conscious of what is out there right and I got duped so what I did was uh, tying it into that little bit of like that, asian thing and with cheese Uh, and and uh, with milk i'm actually semi lactose intolerant i can have ice cream i can have pizza i can have Mm. cheese but i can't have like whole milk Mm. you know
1: okay wait you can have ice cream but not whole milk yep so
0: weird right yeah weird it's very weird if 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 i have whole milk that's it i I have to go to the bathroom for for a little while you know it just goes right right through me
1: but it doesn't it doesn't like as far as like with pizza
0: or with or with ice cream it does not i have no idea why so that's why i said it's like semi lactose intolerant
1: I'm semi-lactose lactose yeah. to it. Like, I can't sometimes have... Sometimes you get the gurgles. I can I can eat cheese. I eat cheese yeah. almost every day. Yep. Like, but if I have, like, a lot of cheese or pizza, the car ride is probably not going to be fun with me. I'll be fine <laughs> after that. <laughs> but I can't have ice cream. Like, really? if I have ice cream, I cancel everything else. And then <gasps> I'm, interesting. I'm gonna, dude, one time I had to tell Adam about to just blow up my own spot, but I had to call him once. And it was right before class, like on a Saturday. <laughs> we're about to teach kids class. night before, we had a girl like celebrating, eating ice cream. We got Ben and Jerry's going. I woke up, and it sounded like another person was in the room. Like, Rrr. I'm like, hey, what is The person next door got a dog? Like, what is it? And it's like me. I'm, I had to text. I'm like, yo, I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm not but y'all don't want me there. <laughs> yep. Yep. Y'all don't want a neon belly meat today. Nah, that's the, that's Ooh, the last thing you want. Hashtag say no to neon belly post-turkey day. <laughs> don't touch. Y'all, You, I know y'all gonna come for me. too. <laughs> I know it's happening. The lactose,
0: in, the semi-lactose intolerance with me. Um, so I transitioned from that because I actually love the taste of like, like a, a milk or a whole milk. Right. And I would put milk into my protein shakes. So instead of whole milk, I started using lactose-free milk.
1: Uh, that lactate? Yeah, lactate
0: yeah. or or whatever. And there was one where it was like uh, lactaid, uh, lactose-free whole milk. And I was like, oh, this is the best of both worlds. Okay. And I would put that shit in and 85? it would make the, uh, it, I would be great because there's no lactose. It would make the uh, shakes taste great. Oh. And I would drink like two of those a day or something like that. So it's like eight, 10 ounces of it yeah. per, per shake. And then I put in, uh, uh, whatever protein powder mix and, and whatever other supplements into it.
1: I started using coconut and I, milk. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's good.
0: And then I went into it for at least like six to eight months, right. you know, and I felt great. And then, like I said, I got the blood test of like, oh, shit. Well, like, why is this? And so, my doctor was like, you know, you should look through your stuff. Are you having orange juice? I'm like, no, orange juice is horrible for you. And he goes, mm, I don't know. You just, you got to watch. Like, uh, uh, are, are you having a lot of like pastas or, or rice? Yeah. Couldn't figure it out until one day I'm I'm looking at the contents of the lactose-free whole milk. There's like 20-something grams of sugar. No. Per, yeah. Yes, no. just as bad Dude. as the OJ. See now just, I gotta go home
1: and look at my yeah. coconut milk. Now yeah, that you said that, just as bad
0: as as orange juice, just orange. as bad as. So for other people who are thinking right now, but orange juice is good for you, isn't? You might as well just be drinking a Coke. That's cool. At at, at that point, I mean, you, if you, you drink it mean?
1: simply orange, you might as well be drinking a Coke that's yeah. made by Coca Cola anyway. And
0: does that mean you have to stop eating like uh, or having no oranges? Whatsoever? No, have an orange. You know, you can yeah. cut that. Cut that stuff down with with water or, yeah. or something like that. Think
1: think moderation.
0: But, yeah, just watch out for that sugar thing. So you're talking, like like I said, 20-something grams of sugar per cup. And I was doing more than one cup. Yeah. I was doing that twice a day. So I'm getting, like, a Coke a day, maybe yeah. 1.5 Cokes per day due to – And sometimes I just drink it as, like, a drink to accompany a meal. A Coke? Compound it. No, the, the lactose-free oh, milk. okay. Which I is was, pretty much I the – I was like, please don't drink Coke. Yeah, Coke. which is, oh, like, man. the equivalent of, of, of a Coke pretty much as okay. far as sugar content. So sugar. you go, so you go six months, you know, me just guzzling that stuff yep. as if it's nothing. And I'm like, this tastes great. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I actually yeah. got in on my, my one of my la- latest, uh, blood tests. This is a, uh, maybe six months ago or whatever it had me in the degree of like, you know, here's the range of you're all right. Here's pre-diabetic. You're actually starting to hop into that range. I'm like, what the fuck? so
1: i think i might have to take a test just, uh, <laughs> to, just to be safe like you never know yeah take but, a know, blood t- whatever i, I
0: think the checkups they do a blood test every once in a while they check your what is it glycemic levels or, oh, or so something like that themselves? yeah it, it's part of like the whole like routine okay as far shout as out the, to
1: my doctor it doesn't tell me stuff i appreciate <laughs> you
0: <laughs> but yeah definitely definitely get a blood test and definitely ask about like hey about that uh, your sugar levels, or what, or whatever, and for people who are freaking out right now and throwing out their lactose-free <laughs> milk, you know, you could have it. Just, just read know, the box. Just be just be wary. Just don't guzzle that stuff. It's like it's like you said. Like uh, e- even with with coconut water, I'm not sure what the sugar content is I of would, it. Dude. I think it's good, like, you know, some of those things, like a good sugary drink is great for, like, a recovery. Yeah. Like, after a good, you know, what we do in, in, in jiu-jitsu, like a good two-hour class or something, and you're just drained. Yeah, absolutely. Take uh, Drink one. It's great for re- recovery. Right. Your, your
1: body probably needs it. It's depleted. Uh, yeah. just, just right just, here. Crooked yeah. glasses, Poppy. You know how I am. Just read the labels, people. Oh, I will. That's actually how I started drinking coconut water and yeah. milk itself was... um. I was oh well, funny story. Jujitsu. I was four stripe white belt. You know, I'm getting into it. I'm starting to catch the bug. I love it. Telling my friends, and one of my boys wants to come through to, the, to one of the classes, and I'm in college, so I'm like, oh, we have free time during the day. Let's go to noon class. There's no there's nobody's gonna be there. In my head, I'm like, I could just beat him up. Like I could just beat up my boy. Like it's gonna be real great. So <laughs> he knew that. So we go in fun spirits, and we walk in. And um, teaching the class is Mike. Merkulik. Uh-huh. The late and great Mike Merkulik. R.I.P. Mike. You know, I love you, man. Used to call me Mario Van Peebles. Hilarious, <laughs> dude, because he loved New Jack City. Um, Shout out to Mike. Adam, our current uh, sense of Adam Peterson, who was like fresh purple belt or something like oh, that. Oh, shit. Fresh purple belt. And this was before he went to that tournament where he beat the black belt. Uh-huh. This is like a week or two right before it. Yeah, yeah. And Lenny, uh, I remember Lenny, Lenny Davicio. Yes, see, he's a cool guy. Like, so he was so strong. Oh my God, dude! So, and he knew jujitsu too. Dude, it's like the worst combination. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he had that grown man strength that yes. just lock out. but your he knew arm. what he was doing. Yeah. Too. So so like the class is over. My boy's like sweating and panting. I'm feeling good. You know. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, let's go get some sandwiches. And Mike looks over at me. He's like, hey Mario, your belt looks a little ratty there. I'm like, oh. Uh-huh. Well, thank you. I've been using it. It's like, oh yeah, so you ready for your blue belt? I'm like, absolutely. I think he has it in like in his gi. He's like, Oh, okay, cool. So you see Lenny over there? Like Lenny's like four inches taller than me. He's yeah. pure muscle. I'm like and you're a big boy too. I'm a so. big boy and at the time I was not the most fit boy, so this is not <laughs> the best. Like, dude has abs. He's like, Yeah, you know, super fight him. So I'm oh, thrown into a super fight now. Yep. You know how Mike used to do. Yep. And we're going and Lenny's just just literally slugging me around the mats, uh-huh. like pushing me around. I was like, this ain't a good look for me or my boy. I hope he's not recording. Um, and by the end of the match, like it was like maybe he decided to give us an extra two minutes. We've been going for about ten. And I outstand stamina them, and I locked in that triangle, cinched it, I finished it, taps, I got my blue belt, and I thought I was going to vomit on the mat. (laughs) It's the worst (laughs) feeling ever. And my my boy, Eric, shout out to Ghost, he just pulled out the coconut water and gave it to me. I felt like a brand new person. Yes. And since that day, I'm like, if ever I'm dehydrated, or I feel nauseous, Mm. or even I've had a long night drinking, coconut water. Yes. It's going to save me from a hangover. And probably from ruining the whatever less sand Absolutely for, yeah.
0: for recovery, oh, yeah.
1: especially at the state that yep. you were in and that's how I got my blue belt I was so so excited and that's how you got introduced to coconut water <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Same day.
0: <laughs> that's wonderful oh, well yeah. I'm glad that you had an experience where you were able to you had that adrenaline rush that adrenaline dump yep. That feeling of about to, to, to pass out. Yep that feeling of about to pass out i think we've we're we're still currently experiencing that oh yeah for sure right now as you said with 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 the airbnb i think i don't think a lot of people know that that like you know if you if you got that type of heat where where it's the heat is blasting Mm -hmm. may feel great especially if it's cold outside but if you don't have like a humidifier your your side cracked window
1: yeah like nothing all the windows it was like a giant hot box like it's just a sauna And now I'm under blankets Uh because, you know, I like to be cozy. Nice. And stuff. We got a plush blanket
0: (laughs) So so you're just recovering now. Were you incapacitated for, what, 24, 48 hours? Not even that much.
1: I I had to keep moving. I have to keep doing stuff even while I feel terrible. Like, I'm still expected to show up places and smile. I just went to a family thing yesterday. You know. I'm just like, please excuse my nasally voice. Nice. I usually don't like the sound of my voice, but this one is more obnoxious. And then I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, okay, thanks. Because <laughs> if I make fun of me first, you can't. <laughs> I got knocked out. Yeah. Whatever
0: I had just knocked me out. It was a combination like sinuses. You think NyQuil, NyQuil. Yeah. yeah. And it was bad because I think I lost track of, uh, because they have new ones out. Some of them say take every four hours. Some of them take every six hours. You know, some of them last twelve hours. I forgot what I—I I, I basically lost track, and I think I may have overlapped some
1: because see, you don't get congested though. What's that? You get congested and stuff too. I hallucinated. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, wait, okay. So, see, I did that too with cough medicine. Yes, but I was on um promethazine because oh, I what is I that? What the, is it? It's it's what all the rappers talk about. Okay. Oh, like you know when lean is. Uh huh. You know when lean is. No, All right, I'm about to put you on. Cool. So it's like it's cough syrup and then you're supposed to originally some dummies would mix it with like alcohol, but that's a quick way to, to die. Like, okay. you know, some DJs in Houston, Texas died like that. But now people are like, oh, just put it in with like Sprite and it makes your Sprite purple. Um just a quick
0: lesson to you Warren. this whole thing is for educational purposes Absolutely. and we're just documenting things you know Absolutely. don't
1: actually do this but do go leave. on yes don't do leave don't it's do not leave. good for you yes. don't do leave so like i <laughs> i had like the flu when i was coming back from vegas and it was really really bad like i walk into a doctor's office they took x-rays of my lungs cuz i have asthma and the lady comes back and she's like, Oh, you know, she probably isn't that bad. As she's leaving, she walks back in, looks at the x rays, looks at me. She's like, You're one tough motherfucker. I'm like, Huh? Whoa, lady, excuse me. We're in a doctor's office. She's <laughs> like, You have about two inches of fluid in your lungs. I'm like, What? what? Yeah. So I'm like, she's like, You're asthmatic. You should be dead. I'm like, Well, can you give me something so I don't, like right here? How, how did remember. they
0: find out that you had two inches of fluid in your lung?
1: They x rayed my lungs oh. and they could see the fluid sitting <sighs> there and she was like there's no reason you should be breathing. I'm like, "Well, how about you give me something while I'm still here? <laughs> That'd be helpful. Thank you." So they give me Holy promethazine. They like take um I think it was like 100 milliliters like okay. in a day or something. What's I'm, it supposed to do? I don't I'm loopy. I don't know what yeah. it was supposed to do. It was supposed okay. to make me not cough, which it didn't. But All right. It it made me not cough but like I'm on my couch and I'm yeah. like hallucinating people are in my house someone's <gasps> doing the dishes oh there's a cat like stroking oh, my leg shit. i don't have a cat there's no one in the <laughs> house dishes are already clean and like ah. my mom my mom comes in <laughs> she's like huh. like mom yo how long has uncle roger been here she's like first off you don't have an uncle roger second off, <laughs> <laughs> how long you been laying on this couch i'm like i don't know what time is it it's dark now oh, it was light God. when i got home i'm like i don't re, re, warren Prescription drugs are, like, the realest and most addictive and, like, oh, crazy side effect drugs. Oh. If, if Just always second-guess those, especially, especially second-guess something that's man-made. Like, question everything. Always yeah. research. Yeah. But. Read the directions. Oh, my gosh, please. <laughs> and don't think it's a joke. If they say don't drink something with yeah. something else, don't do that. Yeah. Huh. Oh my God! Sorry, I have tangents.
0: I have real tangents. That's a good tangent, man. Your Uncle Roger, your 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 extra Uncle Roger,
1: extra (laughs) Uncle. (laughs) I didn't know. I was like, I really felt a cat like stroking my leg and stuff. It was so real. Like I heard doors slamming. I could hear. but I was like laying there in like a sleep paralysis type of state. So I'm like, oh. it's okay. Because if my dog isn't barking, obviously nothing's wrong. So that was yeah. my only safety line. If I didn't have a dog, I would not have known what was real and what wasn't. And that was just after like four days of me having promethasine. So you,
0: you had so. that kind of like um, um experience. In, you, you ever hear of like the sensory deprivation tanks? Yes. Is that the experience you had? More
1: or less, yeah. I was, I was for, like, for those of uh, you
0: who, you want to explain, or you want me to explain? Go it? for it. The f- those sensory deprivation tanks are these tanks you can go to. I guess it's for recreational or for medical purposes, where yeah. it's, it's it's body length. Yeah. They fill it with uh, body temperature salt water, where uh, it, it it doesn't it, it obviously doesn't feel cold or warm. It just feels like it's there, and you can lie down uh-huh. in it and it's salt yeah, water float. so you float yep so you're essentially weightless they you can then put on headphones and they shut the tank so now you don't have any sight you don't have any hearing i'm pretty sure it's neutral as far as the smell and, yep. and, and the Smelling taste itself. so you're essentially just floating in space yep. you can't tell if you're you know a, essentially comes down to you. you can't tell if you're awake or asleep how could you Exactly, because your your sen- all your senses are, are are deprived of you. So you did you have something kind of um, like that? Like where that, like Jesus,
1: I, I was just asleep, and I knew I was like asleep, but my brain was still awake. Oh, like I was aware. I was oh, on the couch. Between. Yeah, and I'm like, just keep your eyes closed, because if you open it, you're probably gonna see something you don't want to see. So just keep it closed. And you had day. like your totem.
0: Uh, this is a throwback to Inception. Remember that, that thing they have to hang on to in yeah. order to figure out if they're dreaming about your totem of your dog not barking or something yep, like that? Right? That was the only thing that That's was the, the only, like, you, you had, like, logic in, in yeah. your head to, like...
1: Because I have a massive dog. If she yeah. barks anywhere in the house, I know she's barking. Yeah. So, I'm like, if there's someone coming through the back door, she's definitely going to bark or lick me in the face. Oh, if neither of those happen. So. Okay.
0: So, you're, you, you you had that safety going on. But everything else was just, like, just Uncle like, Roger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, Uncle Roger. You brought me a sandwich? <laughs> (laughs) what huh nobody's here what like i was
0: i didn't have it to that point i had meant like the mental hallucin i wouldn't basically i was laying down and whatever thought that came into my head it was like getting spelled out and spoken to me in my head like i would say roll over and i heard just roll over like like not only being yelled at me, but also like the words, like just flashing in, in, in front of my mind, breathe, mm. turn to your, turn to your side. Like I was like, what is going on? And the entire time this is going on, I just have the nastiest like headache. It turned from a, 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 a sinus pressure, you know, you know yeah. what I'm talking about, like oh, right behind yeah, your eye,
1: right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: it turned into like you. You basically take a screwdriver and just like start going right into my right temple, oh right now, Ooh. and it was just constant. And all I wanted was to sleep, man. I was just like, I would give anything right now. Just make this pain, make these voices go away, so I can go to sleep. And then at a certain point. I guess the cold medicine wore off Uh, or my body just got tired of it. I even tried meditating. Usually I can meditate uh, and I can mentally tell myself, breathe, count to 10. But as I'm doing that, I'm seeing the words, breathe, count to 10, like flash in my face like a neon sign. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like not even meditate. I couldn't even focus. Like it, the more the harder I tried to like mentally center myself yeah. the more everything became loopier and loopier So yeah, don't meditate on cold medicine people. That's the could <laughs> you imagine like a meditation
1: ceremony like that? Oh, where it's God. like speed meditating. Oh like, people breathe, freaking breathe, out Breathe, oh, Clear your mind. Jesus Christ clear right breathe, People inhale, run around punching exhale. each other get it. I got these voices on my head be calm get like, me out of this room <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just banging on the doors, let it's us free. out! It's like it's a bad torture. Black Mirror episode. Oh That's what it would be. That is the show. Oh shit! I
1: love that show. But
0: in any, we'll 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 come back to that. Oh please but, do. Uh, yeah, but 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 finally it all wore off. Good. I'm happy for you. It wore off, and then and then the first thought that came into my head was, "Oh my god, the headache is gone." And then my body was like, "Uh huh, your headache is gone." And everything was shut. And I just. <laughs> Fell asleep hard Crashed hard and and I remember telling Jess like yeah, I had this and this and Jess was like You were hopped up
1: on too much cold medicine. Yeah (laughs) because that never happened to me before Could you imagine doing that and then performing in front of like 20,000 people? Because you're an artist or something exactly never
0: never why would you why would you because that was it was it was painful painful yep (laughs) but the lesson of the the lesson today is we're we're still kind of hopped up on it. I'm I'm riding free. We're just using throat coat tea. We're just blowing our noses and yep. and 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 staying hydrated. I'm
1: on my fifth uh cough cough. What is it? Cough something. Cough yep. drop. Cough uh, drop today. I'm still. My brain doesn't have enough oxygen. <laughs> I think uh, that the the blowing your nose where nothing comes out is the absolute worst. Dry firing. Yeah, it's just, it's just so bad. Like. At least I feel like I'm doing something if I'm blowing out snot, if I look disgusting. If there's Uh nothing coming out, I feel like my face just hates me.
0: Uh, And it's also just like, because the worst is when you try to blow your nose out and you know it's stuffed. It feels like there's something in there and just nothing is coming out. out.
1: Uh. You thought. Oh, oh, (laughs) Stuffy nose, you thought. That was funny. Yeah, go back to being uncomfortable. Enjoy that. Oh, you had to talk to somebody? Yeah, they're going to focus on your nose now and you know it. What a! It's such a.
0: I'm I'm impressed that you were able to, as you said, go out, see the family, etc., yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. You're able to mentally tough through it. Yeah, I man. I was there was a certain point like yesterday where I was like, you know, what, if I still feel like this, I'm it's gonna be the first time I'm gonna have to cancel on someone, because uh, as far as the podcast goes, yeah, because yeah. I for the podcast you got to be mentally prepped right. for for everything, and and this was one where it's like if I sit there and I'm trying to like talk to Mario, you know, <laughs> like flashing in my head and like hallucinating right in front of you. You know what I mean? It, it, it would have been a very interesting podcast. How but also, trippy would that have been if oh, I started
1: geez. seeing your hallucinations? Like, oh, talk to Mar- I'm like, Hey man, who said that? Like, where, Who's in your house? Hey, Mario, like,
0: who's uncle Roger? And why is there a cat? Yeah, like why like, are we jumping on you together? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
0: speaking man. of, speaking of the mental game though, right, right. We were, uh, after like a good, uh, uh, training session in, in jiu-jitsu a lot of us will sit around and we'll we'll go over life we'll joke around it's one of my and, favorite
1: parts of jiu-jitsu yeah, honestly.
0: Uh, especially the coconut water afterwards oh, yeah. right gotta
1: know <laughs> gotta know about it
0: and one of one of the biggest things that uh one of the topics that we just started to to harp on but we but we had to go because we had like jobs or places to it to, was also to 6 a.m <laughs> yeah it was it was past our 6 a.m class very very early it was very <laughs> early and and yeah But we started getting onto the topic because you had actually uh, started either expressing interest in uh, competing again Uh in jiu-jitsu or you're just asking me of like, hey, when are you going to compete? And we went on a – started going down a a good discussion topic and one that I would love to unpack with you. Right. As far as just like the mental game, when it comes to competition – or even prepping yourself up for competition, because I think there's a lot of people out there they who have been doing it for so long, who are veterans in it. The they give the great advice of you know just go in there, just go do it, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. which is cool. But I think uh, sometimes they 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 miss the they they have probably forgotten how it was as that beginner yeah. or as that uh white belt or someone with all the nerves going in maybe this is someone who hasn't been in athletic competition maybe this is the first type of like competitive sport that they've ever tried in a jiu-jitsu you know and they're they're just like wait what just do it like just go in just just go in and 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 for for some people like there's a specific type of like mental prep that has to go into place before actually going into it. So uh-huh. why don't you uh, give your thoughts on that? I can start oh, yeah. bouncing back and forth with you. Oh, yeah.
1: Let's go back and forth. Uh, <coughs> I first competed when I was a white belt. I think it was like a one or two stripe white belt. And I was like, I'm a person that has like extreme social anxieties and stuff like that. And that's really, that's, yeah, you would not know. But I, I, I filter it with like jokes And like laughter and smiles and stuff, but I'm like so anxious around people. I'm a, I think it's called the ambivert is the term. Like it's a ambivert. Ambivert. It's like there's an introvert and there's an extrovert and in the middle is an ambivert. Like that would be me. Like I like being social. Uh I get so tired. Like after being in a party, I'm looking, I'm like, all right, we about to go. It's Uh time to go, right? Uh All right. So I have like real social anxieties. Being in front of crowds is a big deal. Um, uh, what was it? Public speaking was probably the hardest class that I took in my community college class. Mm-hmm. And one of my best presentations I ever gave was how to do a bad presentation. <laughs> and I just stood there giving a terrible presentation. And then I broke down my presentation, how to make it better. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of did like, like an inception presentation. Nice. Yeah. It was like meta. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. I, I liked it. Um. So I competed for the first time. I told some people about it, some of the higher belts, and um, I noticed that one thing, people being there for you is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I think I just had, like, my dad was there, and there were, like, a couple other guys that were in and out of the tournament, but nobody was really there to specifically, like, coach me. So I have my dad, like, yeah, push him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, grab his leg. He doesn't know what I'm doing yeah. with it, but yeah. like, he's just, like, yelling stuff. So I'm like, thanks. And I just got, like, like the worst arm bar you've ever seen like not even like because it was painful (laughs) it was a terrible setup like i shouldn't have tapped and stuff and he got me with it Uh i just felt defeated like okay and and that was the worst thing that happened Mm. and the second time i competed which is this past may like i went through the ring i trained so hard i cut weight i was down like 202 which fun fact since i did all that cutting weight and training so hard i haven't really gone up from 202 since then. So I'm like, nice. oh cool. I can just keep walk and Just walk around right. like this now. This is great. So you know, I was happy. But it um when I got there, I was like, I had gone through a bunch of family stuff like the week before. And then like I went through all these other things that was happening. Like I, I got fired from my job, like laid off mm-hmm. from the job. So it was me and a bunch of other people going <laughs> gone. Yeah, that's real cool to get that letter in the mail, like, two days before a tournament. That's real fun. Jesus. So I get there, and I'm just, like, out of it, but I'm still putting my 100% in it. I go in, dude, short, like, wrestler type of guy, like, mm-hmm. real strong, you know, and my weakest point in jujitsu has usually been my takedowns, mm-hmm. and I took him down, like, three times. I only nice. got points for it once, and I was mad about it, but yeah. we went, he beat me by points, it was fine. I was right out of the division. So I only had one match in that tournament also. But uh-huh. I felt like awful. Like I cried. I'm man enough to say it yeah. too. I'm not scared. Like I cried because I had everything had basically, you know, bubbled mm-hmm. up to the top. And then the tournament was like the last thing that just sent me over the edge. Mm-hmm. But I felt like a release after like because I did put in all, all that hard, hard work. I did go past what I thought I could do. I was doing double, triple sessions. I changed my diet my mental state and on top of that the best thing was i did better than i did the first time so if i compete again which i probably will i want to make it a thing that i compete at like at least once every belt level yeah but it wasn't as easy for me as everybody else that's used to just doing competitional things and just being in front like being in front of a crowd doesn't bother me that's fine if i walk into a room and there's no one i know i'm like I'm like oh let me just post up against the wall and like yep. look cool like uh-huh. I belong here but secretly I'm counting till yeah. I can leave and that's Jeez. how I am so the competition scene freaks me out cause there's a lot of people looking mm-hmm. and like it's just a lot of pressure but it's not what, outside of anyone's grasp I don't believe it's a, if it's not for you it's not for you mm-hmm. that's fine but like you said segue back to you so I can stop rambling but <laughs> rambling until, is what we do oh I love it then I feel at home. Um, you were telling me, like, look, man, because I told you I was trying to apply for my master's. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to get this and that and get my life together. You're like, hey, man, get your life together. There's gonna yeah. be tournaments later, yeah. And that doesn't—that's not a thing that people really talk about in jujitsu. It's kind of just mm-hmm. like be the best, do your best, and it's really—it's good to push somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But there's so much pressure in competing that people don't really say, you like, you know, it's cool if you don't. Like, it's fine if you just want the knowledge just the self-defense you just want to yeah. have a release that's cool too like not as many yeah people really go to that side because there's less glory and there's no belts mm-hmm. in just feeling better mm-hmm. there's no medals for just having a better week because you came not mm-hmm. jujitsu four times rather than play call of duty i got you you know that's
0: it's you've you've hit so many different things that i uh, a bunch of points that i i want to unpack there let's and do it and, and overall, though, it is something that you br- bring up an interesting point of, like, that's the other thing that people don't talk about as far as, like, oh, the non-competition aspect to jujitsu, jitsu where there are uh, a lot of people out there who especially have just, like, started who are thrown right into yep. the deep end and they're just like, oh, my God, what, what is going on here? I don't, even, I, I don't even know how to shrimp. I don't right. even know how to, you know, hip escape. I don't even know what these positions are called. What is this? A guard? It's a, it's wait a an minute. What, what what is, what's what is what's a pummel? What huh? Wait a minute. I can I can grab the gi and hold on. All the, you're thrown into this new world where there's so many nuances, so many details, and then you just have, especially in a a, a school where. It's competitively focused, maybe not even competitively focused, but just great competitors in it, and you're just going against killers, and you're just like, tough how do, dudes. how do I, tough dudes or or girls? Yeah, it's like, yeah. how, oh, do, how do dudes
1: is in a general, like yeah. somebody's women. How do you,
0: me, how do you, how do you keep up with that? Oh my god, they've been doing it since they were ten. Oh my god, this person's a a, a purple belt. It's overwhelming. It, it is, it is uh, essentially over overwhelming, and and the one kind of like general advice that I, I, some new people would come up and ask me, is like, dude, and this goes for anything in, in, in life where you, you feel you have to, like, compete. It doesn't have to be in jiu-jitsu. It can, yeah, be, yeah. It, it can be in, in any other sport. It can be in, in, in your job. It can be at school. Um, Dude, don't try to compare yourself to another person just compare it just compare it to your own potential yeah because if you if you start trying to post up against uh someone like uh uh i I throw in marcelo garcia one of my favorite uh uh, all-time greats in jiu-jitsu same height same kind of build as me the, if you read his bio, the, the lifetime that, that he went through, like dropped out of high school, had to like take the bus somewhere in Brazil every single day just to sleep on the mats and wipe the mats when he was 16. Did judo learn from this instructor uh, uh, the amount of sacrifice that he had to put in training 24, like it was life for him. Yeah. It's not, a, it wasn't a hobby for him. It was, a, it was a life for him. And even uh, he he even talked about like his his losses where where he was trying out for Abu Dhabi he got eliminated in like the trials or something felt horrible Uh, Mm. went went back home and binged on junk food and sweets (laughs) and then suddenly like no 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 we're gonna give you another opportunity he's like oh fuck came
1: in there already ate all the snacks
0: (laughs) came in there and somehow (coughs) excuse me barely was able to compete and also win and and make the trials and then in 2003 that's when he had his amazing run and debut and showed it and and, and got introduced to to the world but it's kind of like if if you have that versus let's say you do have uh, uh, the J-O-B Let's say you do have a family. Let's say you did start jiu-jitsu at a 40, at 50. Let's say you already had knee surgeries. Let's say you have a bad heart. Let's say you have a bad neck. Right. You know what I mean? Let's say you have a family of eight brothers and sisters. Right. Let's say you you just have a different situation where you cannot train three to five times a day, et cetera, et cetera. Or you... Or you have something where, oh, you do have social anxiety. Yeah. Or you do have something where you have some type of, of anxiety, maybe not around competition itself, but just around certain types of people or something. Just people in,
1: in general sometimes. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. So... To Compare yourself to, let's say, your basketball player. The worst thing you can do is like, Oh, I'm not as good as Michael Jordan. It's like, Well, there you go, you just defeated yourself it's right over. there. Like, you how can you even compare yourself to the apps, abso- one of the absolute greats and the sacrifices that that guy went through? You know what I mean?
1: You miss a hundred percent of the shots <laughs> you don't take. It's courty, but that's so true. So, that it, it, we can get
0: deeper into that as far yeah, as comparing yeah. your own potential versus like com- comparing it to someone else, which is which means you shouldn't compare yourself to someone else. Never, but here's one thing that you brought up, and it's it's a it's a very uh, uh, open-ended question, and it's kind of like a v- revealing question. You can be like, "Oh, geez, you know, give me a second to think I about that." Am is like holding
1: back <laughs> is, let's, let's, let's one, and you I'm can sorry. you know
0: if you want to bring something I up will. about it as well too is when it comes to jujitsu, uh-huh.
1: not even competing. When well, when it comes to jujitsu, what's your greatest fear? My greatest fear. My greatest fear is, like, losing the edge to actually get on the mat. Because even Hmm. when I started, me getting there was the hardest part. Even now, I'm struggling with it for the 6 a.m. classes because I hate waking up early and then getting in my car and forcing myself to go somewhere. Someone's going to try and not, like, hurt me maliciously. But, you know, if I slip up, I'm going to sleep again uh, somewhere. That's not my bed. So... Like, when I was a white belt, like, I would fall into, because I have, like, seasonal depression. So, when it gets wintertime and there's less sun and vitamin D, I feel, like, bummed out sometimes. I just, I wouldn't come to jiu-jitsu just because I didn't want to be around people. It had nothing to do with the workout. had nothing to do with me not being good enough. It was just, I didn't want to get up. And I fear that. It's not even like a rational fear because I don't feel like I could do it anymore. Dude, f- rational or irrational. Yeah, it's a fear. It's regardless. a fear. That's right. That's right. Some people don't talk about that yeah. much. People don't talk about that. But um, that I would just lo- lose my love for jujitsu because mm. I fell in love with it. Like I love teaching the kids. Like my kids have made me mature so much as a person and as a teacher. Like the other day, I was yelling, like just a loud voice yelling, try to tell them something, and then one of the, two of the kids were talking. They were exchanging a technique and they were both telling each other the wrong info. And I was like, no, you're supposed to do it like this. You guys should stop talking when Coach Carey, Coach Adams talking. But what I didn't even think of was, Mario, they're exchanging information. Mm-hmm. Like, they're equally trying to help each other mm. by exchanging information. So there would be a softer way to do that. I was mm-hmm. like, wow. I didn't even, I missed that lesson. So now I come back and now I teach different. And I would be afraid less afraid of losing a competition less afraid of like letting someone down or anybody i don't want to let myself down by never coming back to do it just because i'm scared of something like i'll always come back just because i want to get it out of my system you know and as
0: far as that fear so that type of fear is the kind of like one that leads to inaction
1: exactly yeah
0: yeah (sighs) Mine, I used to have this one before um uh, a bunch of experiences and, and some talking like knocked me back uh, onto sort of the right track. Before I came to Mike's, I used to do uh like mixed martial arts slash like no gi jiu jitsu at, at another school for a few years. Okay, and so I, I had already kind of um had an idea of like what I was capable of, like mm. potential wise, and. At a certain point, I knew that, like, I had to start doing gi jiu-jitsu because that's where it was at. At a certain point, I had to start uh, competing against the likes of people who were the students of a Marcelo Garcia or Shaolin or a a Henzo Gracie, et cetera, et cetera. And so my greatest fear before that was being exposed as a fraud, in a sense. Yeah. Being exposed as, like hear the stuff that i was training or 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 something like that and and that i prided myself on at the time and and if 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 i go against like other people and they beat me etc etc that everything that i've worked up to it doesn't work and 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 i'm a fraud and and i'm a fake but luckily when when i joined mike's school he was like here you go and he handed me a white belt i was like oh shit start over start all over uh-huh. you know i get to the, my my previous school with with Jerry Jones he instilled great principles great takedown wrestling principles I mean, great no-gi principles a lot a lot which i still some of the dirtiest tricks i use these <laughs> days i still use to this day um and then obviously muricoli offered like a, a rounded out a lot of and filled in a lot of holes as far as like the the brazilian jiu-jitsu game and it felt great because that was like through some talks through like getting my ass handed to me and everything like that fear dissipated because it's like, Oh, look at this. You got totally wrecked. You're still here. You know what I mean? And not only that, like in, in your head, no one's laughing at you. No one's pointing to you or, 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 saying that you're, you're, you're a fake, you're a fraud or, or, or anything of that matter. You're just like everyone else. You're starting out, you know? So, I think that's a fear that a lot of people have. I think this, this, this comes outside of the vein of, of a jujitsu. I think a lot of people, um, um, and this is just slight tangent. I think a lot of people build up this kind of like outer shell that I, that I thought I was doing at the time as well too, of, of what they think people think of them or what they would like for people to think of them. Uh And it gets to the point where, where they, they, build that outer shell but on the inside this is the real you this yep. is kind of like who you really are yep. but you're 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 putting a bunch of like essentially like bullshit around you and yep. you feet and you're, and you're living up to that bullshit or you're yep. believing in it and then one day it's like if you man if that if that like let, let's say it's like dead wood around you if you don't uh, burn that dead wood off of you you know it's you're you're it's going to hit you like a yeah. ton of bricks one day so might as well be honest to yourself and kind of like burn that off so i think that was my 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 greatest fear and it still is to to this day is to always try to quote like remain true to myself to always try and do things the quote right way at least the way i've been brought up and not the way that other people have been saying like oh you you well let me rephrase that other people do give also great advice in going down the right path of course but sometimes it's kind of like you. In other words, how how great did it feel to get your blue belt, right? Oh, it my felt God. amazing. How great does it feel to win a match? Feels amazing, oh, right? I bet. Uh, I'm sure when you were in public speaking or any any type of performance, how great does it feel to hear an audience's applause? Oh, right? great! Amazing.
1: If only you could have seen my, like, dress shirt in the pit stains <laughs> yeah. that I had. am <laughs> sweating. And there's, like, eight people in there, two yeah. of them are, like, crazy high. And, like, the other person is, like, yep. hungover, and the adjunct doesn't even care what I'm saying. I'm sitting there, like, <laughs> sweating because this is first public speaking of my life. Like, it's just so much pressure. I know.
0: But then it's kind of like you, once you experience those, like, quote, rewards, like, that that nice shiny belt, that yeah, yeah. stripe that win that applause, then you start and I've fallen down that path a little bit because I, I play guitar and I used to do this when 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 I was performing at a young age, of you start shaping yourself for that applause. Oh. You start shaping yourself to get more of that reward. You want you start, these things. You want the approval. Huh? Uh there's there's a quote, uh, what is what is the greatest drug to an artist? Audiences applause yeah nothing nothing else is a greater like and that's why you hear them like oh they they sell themselves out for this they sell their souls just for that last bit of like sure approval of applause yep. mm-hmm. you know so my greatest fear is to ensure that i'm not going down that path where whatever i do i'm i'm, I'm not doing it for the quote approval or the applause it's more so because i love it and i want to do it or i or I personally feel it's the right that's way. It's
1: a very humble and modest path that you're walking. And that's, I
0: admire it. That's that's the that's the fear thing, and I, I have to const. It's tough, dude. It is very well tough. What
1: heck you <laughs> it's very tough. do?
0: It's very tough. It's something that I I still constantly remind uh, have to remind myself all the time. There was another question I wanted to ask you yeah, too. Yeah. As as you were going down, your uh, recapping of your first competition experience yeah. and, and your other one. What were the expectations that you were
1: putting on yourself? Oh man! Like, <sighs> first off, we about go to, ahead, man. We're about to talk about a subject that, for every single martial artist, especially jujitsu, is like the bane of their holiday experience. <laughs> and it's when I first started, and I tell people that I do jujitsu, they're like, "Oh, so like, what's your MMA record?" I'm like, "Nah, I don't <laughs> have one. To. I just go to trick." So like. You do, like, karate, bro? I'm like, nah, I did that when I was a kid. So it's like, well, what's the difference? I tell them the difference. Like, So it's like Taekwondo. I'm like, I don't think you know the difference between either of those anyway. And we keep going. I'm sorry, what was the question that <laughs> just came? What were the
0: expectations that they, you you either felt you had to live up to every, or you you put up for
1: yourself or other I people were like, putting on you? I was going to go in and I was going to – I kind of <laughs> had the same expectations I did when I first started jiu-jitsu, which was a problem because I was, like, bullied as a kid. Okay. So I got in a lot of fights. And I would just walk in, mash the dude up, and I would leave. Like, it would always be somebody picking on me. My mom always said – Don't start a fight. You're allowed to finish it. Mom, if you listen, I never started a fight, but I finished all of them, okay? (laughs) So, I never started a fight, but then I walk in Jujitsu, and I only found Mike's because I was looking for a Muay Thai place. Yeah. And he had Muay Thai on Fridays, so it came up on Google. I'm like, all right, cool. I walk in, and there's like... Uh, I think it was like Big Bruce or somebody like and I'm like oh you know this is a heavy set dude what's he gonna do it's just wrestling like I can handle him and he just like throws me around and I'm like oh well that was crazy and <laughs> I go up to Mike and I'm like like with Mike and he's effortlessly yes. putting me in these ridiculous positions that I can't stop him I'm like oh Mike, I should probably Mike's like this Mike's like a buck 45
0: soaking wet too dude and That's I was big. I was
1: pushing 220 and he <laughs> full sayonagging me <laughs> to oh the Jesus floor, oh, yeah. and it was because I knew I was going to hard but i felt like i had nothing else but strength and it didn't work so yeah. it was all those pressures of like when i walked in there i expected to be like some prodigy so when i went to my first mm. competition i'm like you train with these hardcore dudes and you train with this that and that yeah and you tapped a purple belt like the other day on a fluke key lock so you yeah, know you yeah, should yeah. be good against his white belt yeah and not realizing all these huge holes in my game and i mm. put all this pressure Like, at the time, I had a different girlfriend, and she wouldn't even come see me, and I had, like, friends that thought I was some American ninja warrior and stuff, and, Uh like, people think I'm a secret Uh agent because I do martial arts. So I had all these random, like, expectations that had nothing to do with anything, and in my head, I was like, you've trained hard, which I didn't as hard as I did the last one. You are physically fit, and you should be able to do this, and I wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> and that was devastating to have like my ego checked. Like twice. When first time when I did have ego and I knew I did. And the second time when I thought I was okay and I still wasn't, but because I was being hard on myself. Now I'm like, hey man, do your best. Was it your best? Alright, then you can't fault yourself for whatever yeah. happens. Period. Like you you can't. Because if I gave 100%, if I trained 100%, I died at 100%. I gave everything I got. I learned as best I could. I tried to just go off of instinct and do what I planned to do. I practiced this one takedown for the longest, the drop down to the knee. You still got the collar and you turn them like a big tire. Yes. Stern, you know? And I was like, oh, let me hit that. And I hit it. Like after the third attempt, I finally got in my second competition. I finally got it. I was like, yes and everything just started to backfire i was like whoa wait a minute but i did my best so i can't fault myself but the hard part was getting don't compare yourself to someone else don't listen to what they're telling you you are do you know yourself and i think i'm getting to know myself that's awesome man right that's what a lot of people are
0: when you go down a self-discovery path what a great way to find out what you're made of is through jujitsu. a <laughs>
1: great way to find out <laughs> is to lose something oh, yeah. like get tapped and then have that feeling for half a second of just total helplessness which is what i wanted to ask you sure now that you are a semi-recent brown belt again mm-hmm. Congratulations, thank you, Congratulations, Zachy um, Appreciate it. Congrats on your purple. Why, thank you, will, sir. Well-deserved. Thank you. Um, recently, I traveled to Clockwork Jiu-Jitsu. Mm. And very- source. Oh, my gosh. Man, that place is beautiful. Yeah. Shout out to Clockwork. Like, I love it. I'm coming back, Josh. Um, so, I go there, and there's a lot of high-level guys. I've never been in a room where there are, like, six black belts on the mat, and they're all going to, like- just roll and learn and do stuff and stuff and i'm rolling and i went with one of the black belts and i just felt utterly helpless like everything i've learned up until now none of it matters then psych fake techniques like i i was like doing something trying to break grips and i'm trying to move and everything was thwarted two moves before i did it Mm -hmm. and i just got like i got tapped like a bunch of times and i was like wow This is probably like the first time since I've been a white belt that I felt like I knew absolutely nothing again. And I was like, there is like a whole other like level, like a whole mountain Mm -hmm. of just like black belts, And we're not even close to being (coughs) there yet. And it was like a, a realization. So my question for you, Eki. Was like, have you been in that situation where you like went with somebody? Not even like they just ran you through the ringer. It was like they were on such a different level than you that you were just like where I need to do something. Like, I need to get there. You know, I want to get there. Not even like I'm not good enough. It's like, wow, you're really good at that. I should probably do that thing. I
0: semi-rolled against Marcelo Garcia at a seminar and I just got I th- I thought I had a good base. I don't. <laughs> At least he, he made he made, he made sure to let me know. I thought my neck could take chokes. It can't. At least allegedly, when, when went, allegedly, allegedly. especially especially with Marcelo Garcia choking you yeah. with that North South choke. Jesus Christ. Yeah, try to cho- choke Eki through his oh, neck. Oh no, now. but no, yeah. you, you get a Marcelo Garcia on me. I'm I'm out. Anyway. The, yeah. yeah the it it ties into the that that expectations kind of like a conversation right. of of where i was expecting of myself at a certain point too i think we all did it when we were like starting to you know i think yeah, i'm getting this we're young yourself. and dumb right uh-huh. uh i think i'm getting in the groove i think i could take on you know, know what I'm oh doing. look at this i i lasted a little longer against a purple belt yeah. even though my white belt i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling cool. a little uh you know a ha, little more ha. spring in my
1: step ha, ha, you know what ha. Ha. i mean jokes on you <laughs> exactly
0: so <Get> then choked <laughs> so then you go so you see you you go into the competitions and you get and you get uh, especially if your game's not on, you get uh, your your ass whooped. Or it just doesn't go the way that you wanted it yep. to. <laughs> and then what it also shows you is that uh, I remember like the one or two times I com- I competed at at Purple. One of them at, at the Nogi Pan Ams and one of them at a regular like Naga right. or, or something like that. I mean, I put up a fight. I hung in there. Uh-huh. I was still a relatively new Purple, but it was just like, as you said, just a different... <laughs> Level of purple, yep. Like it was, it was definitely one was like, ah, uh, like I'm a, uh, I'm, a, I know I'm a baby purple. These guys, like I felt what a refined, pretty much like seasoned competition purple feels yeah. like, which is different. Yes, it still doesn't feel like going against like a black belt, no. like like a refined black belt. But it's like just as bad is like someone on on at your belt level, but they're refined and they're pretty much you know getting ready to go feel like go should to should the next. Close to them. Maybe not close to them, but you, you, you think you, your expectations are, as we yeah, said, absolutely. your expectations are, but then it's kind of like, mm, no, this is, this is what you should be. And not only that, I'm even thinking to myself, you know what? The cool part is I even thought to myself, like, I can, I can see myself being like this one day. You know what I mean? It was never like, I'm never going to get this. It's kind of like, okay, this is the, this is the guy who has trained his guard. Yeah. So much yep. that like the stuff, we're like, "Oh, uh, I'm kind of iffy with it." This guy, nope, he's not iffy with it. Confident. And 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 this is and this is the the application, pure application, right here as he's sweeping me right now in competition. And after I lost, it was it was just kind of like, "All right, it was cool. I got I got to feel what, what it was like to go against a uh, you know a, a seasoned you know competition uh, purple at at that level at that point uh, of 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 my training." and one phrase that my dad has always said to me over and over and over just growing up playing baseball or any of any other competitive sports uh, and it rings true to this day is above the sky is still the sky interesting so what they, that basically means is yeah. okay you win first place at like at, at white belt all right there's going to be a, another first place like world's white belt all right That's you do that there's going to be another one at at yep. blue belt you know there's, there's going to be another good. purple there's going to be another brown yep. there's going to be another you know, there's always quote going to, it's basically saying there's always going to be quote someone who's trained a little harder than you always. or is, win, or wins one more medal uh, than you. So once always. again, back to that other point, like don't try to compare yourself to others, no. compare yourself to your, yourself, your, yourself, your own potential, Yeah, not just yourself, your own potential, yeah. what you're, you're able, able to do because you may not have the potential that the other person has. It could be a different phase in your life as a as a you know as a 40 year old you're uh, uh, that person probably percentage wise has a has a less chance of winning against like a, a Rafael Mendez you know one of the greats of all time at adult level you know yep. sub 30 yep you know so but yeah that was that was a bit of the expectations i hope that answers your question of just like have i ever been in that situation absolutely sure. absolutely it it just it just feels like every as you said two steps ahead not only that but the, the the thing I've always noticed with people who are uh, much better than you is that everything that you've been unsure of in, like, certain techniques, you see them and, like, oh, my God, they really have this down. This works? Uh, that thing uh-huh. that, like, I was like, nah, that'll never work. Or it's like, ah, it's kind of a loosey-goosey, low-percentage move, and they're just nailing it in you over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Some type of, like, fancy spider guard thing that I'm just like, nah, that's not going to work for me. And then, whoop, oh, my
1: God, I'm getting flipped, you know? So... Yeah. I've been in a situation recently <laughs> where I'll spar with, like, like Kenny, and yeah. he, he likes half guard. And yep. half guard was always, like, a second chance at maintaining a guard to me. It was never, mm. like, something you just An play. An offensive position. To, yeah, like, never. And then he'll, like, grab me. I'm like, yo, yo, you t- you too close, man. You too <laughs> yo, Get off me, son. I don't like this pineapples no get off <laughs> and like i'll just be fighting to get him off me and i'm like wow you really took that one position that's supposed yep. to be 50 50 i have a chance you have yep. a chance and you just vice gripped my right leg uh-huh. and decided i wasn't moving and he just does his thing i'm like that's something you've refined and worked yeah. on which is another thing that jujitsu does that a lot of non-practitioners don't understand that it's like with, with a striking martial art, you've done a striking martial yeah. art. I have. You can get a lucky punch. You yeah. get a lucky kick. You know, oh, you just smashed your heel into that dude's face. Like, good job. Uh-huh. You know, it might not have been timed, but there's no, like, lucky omoplata or, like, lucky baseball bat choke. Yeah. And stuff. Like, that I, does, yeah, do, You set that up. Like, yep. you thought a couple, I'm going to fake him out here, and he's going to think I'm going for a head. Or did he triangle. can say it to you. I'm going to sweep yeah. you. Yep. I'm going to sweep gonna you right this. now. And now you gotta think, is he really gonna do it or is he just faking me if they really do it? Now, it's like mind games and stuff and jujitsu like carves you out of wood. Like it's Mm -hmm. a slow, slow process and you slowly get better, but then it really just doesn't go away ever. Like you just have that skill, you know?
0: Maybe one day too, as you said, you've you've noticed that uh, uh, like a Kenny can refine a specific part of a game. That for me, when I think of that, it inspires me to like, hey, if someone can get that good at one position just because of their dedication to it and their refinement to it, what's to say you can't?
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Not even
0: that same position, but maybe the alternate. Maybe of like, all right, if he's so good at his half guard, maybe I can be just as good at half guard passing. And (laughs) then you get and then you get like a stalemate, or if you get better Uh at it, boom, his his money bread and butter position is no long no longer. You know, he's going to have to switch to something else. One of the
1: guys in our gym, I'm not going (laughs) to end because, like, I like his secrets. And I always tell him like, it's really cool that he does Mm -hmm. this. But he's really good at hand fighting. So, like, we'll – sometimes, like, we'll roll and we don't even get anywhere. Like, it's just – us hand fighting and trying to get position. He's a really good wrestler. He'll just like peel my hands open in weird ways. I'm like, that doesn't look like it would ever be strong, but I feel like my wrist is going to break if I fight you back. So I start like holding his wrist and I'll do this. And I'm like, you're teaching me just by doing stuff. And I'm going to go do that to someone else and piss them off. So thank you for this. It's great. (laughs) The last
0: part of, of uh, asking questions about like your initial competition experiences yeah, yeah. was um, this is a, a lot more applicable to the current generation of people going into jiu-jitsu because before like I would say pre anyway th- th- there was a while where you could go in and you could compete as much as you want and the only thing as far as like media or any type of social media of you would be like a VHS tape or like a like you know right. if someone brought a camcorder right. But now it's like everything you do, it's like someone is gonna either try to capture it and then you're on a highlight reel or some type of uh, Instagram pic or a looping GIF. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Has social media in any way played into your uh, uh, decisions going into uh, competing or not?
1: Um. Nah. <laughs> actually like because i was never a big person into like training and like taking pictures of myself and video like i do it now because i'm a part of the north south team in a deeper level like i actually I'm a coach, and like I do stuff, and I like to show people, like, hey, my kids are awesome. Like, look at this. Or, yeah, I was at the click. Like, I'll take a Snapchat and stuff just to boost it for like them, not even for me. Uh, But I'm not one of those dudes that like works out and (laughs) has to show a sweaty pic or look at my collarbone and chest. Look how (laughs) how muscular I like. I don't I don't care about that stuff. I was never that guy. But um. As far as like competition, there's probably only two videos of me actually competing, and both of them are held by my dad, and (laughs) I've looked at neither of them just because I don't care for it. But if you're in the gym with me and someone's there, I'm like, hey, if you remember, just Film me rolling, like it doesn't have to be dynamic shots. Just I just want to look yeah. at what I look like. And the other day I saw a video, and I was like, "Oh, I stand really tall when I'm standing in front of somebody. I should probably bend my knees more." Gotcha. And that's it's helpful, but You have more of a, of an analysis. Exactly. I don't do it to show off because I don't really care <laughs> if someone else thinks I'm good or capable. Because if you doubt me. Then that's gonna make it easier for me. And nice. if you overestimate me, it's probably we're not probably not gonna have a problem. Nice. So I just look at it as a sense of security. But I know I know exactly what you mean. I know a lot of practitioners that and no nothing against them, but like they take all these videos and they want people to know they do jujitsu like I live this. I do this every day. I wake up with my hands taped, dude. Like, you know my life. (laughs) I got my mouth guarded while I'm already at work. Like, no, like, it's just, it's too much. Uh, You don't have to videotape or take pictures of every single thing. And social media can definitely influence a person because you look like a badass to all your friends if you do (laughs) jujitsu, and they see you doing these crazy chokes and, Whoa, what was that? It's like, oh, that's called neon belly. Oh, what you doing? Yeah, you know, I just put a little baseball bat choke on him. It. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing to you worry about. But because it, it sounds cool, like they want to show off stuff like that. I'd rather my friends talk to me, and they'll talk about me like, oh, yeah, Mario coach jujitsu. Like, word. Man, I can take him. And one of my friends lean over like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's enough for me. The fact that he he he'll tell you for me that yeah, yeah. That don't don't uh uh-uh, uh not get it that's good though you the, like seeing yourself on social mm, media what do like, you like seeing yourself on social media like no. a yeah that's like it's it's, whatever
0: it, it it it's it's one of those things where it, it goes back to that other point of of one of my fears of just like that that dead wood that's around me or like the uh, the stuff that gets built up around me. I think that's a lot which could get built up around me and that's Uh, why I try not to have that like I I don't invest too much in that because you know like once you do once you start giving into it I I mean like I said I I used I used to do that back in the day when I was uh, a young fledgling guitarist and I was trying to make a name for myself way back in the day and you're 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 invested in whatever character that you're trying to portray to to other people and that was me so and i knew that wasn't me and it was kind of like scary like oh shit if they uh-huh. you know get past that whether that character i put up uh, that front that i put up like just socially it, through social interaction or even through social media it's, it's kind of like it's a lot less pressure yeah it's so i don't have to lead like quote a double life absolutely or something like that you know you
1: know what i realized i just lied to you Go for because it. when I was a white belt, and I did tell my friends about yeah. me doing jujitsu, because I was fresh out of high school, they told all uh-huh. their friends, and our friends, and our friends' girlfriends, and their friends, cousins, dogs, aunts, uncle, something else like everybody knew. And then I got into a bunch of like fights after that. Like there was a time, oh, Jesus. like it was never like run up on the street and just swing on me, but I'd yeah. be like hanging out at my friend's Manny's house, yeah, and we'd be all sitting. He's like, yeah, so I got these boxing gloves in, oh, in the basement. Shit. And I'm like, what? And it was like, yeah, yeah, you know, we go, we go, we we go down there box all the time. Let's go. ahead. I'm like, okay, cool. And they'll, like, we'll go down there, and all of a sudden, it's me versus like two or three different people. And uh-huh. I'm like, why am I what? And yeah, it Jesus. just yeah, like not at the same time, but like it'd be like me versus one guy for like five minutes, and they'd be like, oh yeah, well, well, I could take you, and then they, but I'm like, first off, I've already fought one guy, so I'm half as tired now. be uh, fighting you uh, now, nah, you know. But I felt like people knowing that I knew something physical, and it's always a man. Men always think that they're way better at fighting than they actually are, which is why I love jujitsu because I'm like, come, come here real quick. So all these other smaller dudes and probably a few women are going to show you how yeah. inept at whatever you think you are, you actually are. So it was just like. I went back then. I didn't have an Instagram and I didn't have yeah. a Snapchat. I was barely on Facebook and MySpace was still kind of relevant. Uh-huh. Like, dating I'm, yourself, brother. Oh, I know. <laughs> 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 hey, man, I don't care. I got a Superboy. Like, you know that? The Super Nintendo Game Boy thing? Yeah. Yes, I have one. Jess was trying to convince me the other day,
0: you know, they're coming out with a Super Nintendo reissue. I'm like, nah, we don't need that. We don't oh, need man, that. It comes
1: stock with 100 games, man. And you don't got to blow a single cartridge. I that know. is the. Ah. Uh, hey, yeah that's that's what i thought was cool i'm like oh i don't have to do that. it's an irresponsible purchase at this point
0: (laughs) absolutely you have a tiny person so and and not only that it's kind of like yeah but if i get that if you invest at least 40 hours per game yeah times 100 yeah do you know how much jiu-jitsu i'm gonna lose do you Uh, know how much weight
1: i'm gonna gain yeah yeah you know (laughs) i do miss video games i will (laughs) say that i do i don't get to
0: play as much Have you you noticed uh, uh, a bit of a drop-off ever since you've kind of like, you know, paid a little more attention to your health and everything? Yeah.
1: Yeah? Yeah. How how so? It's just like, um, well, explain what you mean by drop-off.
0: I used to be uh, a, a hardcore raider in yeah. like MMORPGs. Remember World of Warcraft? Oh yeah. You ever see that South Park episode where yeah, like, you know uh, they're League like of legends and stuff like that? Uh similar. Yeah, yeah. Very very similar. Like it's like,
1: the, it's a style of play. Yeah. Yeah, they're not the same. They're all on, I know that.
0: They're all on headsets, <laughs> yep. you know what I mean, and they're and they're and they're playing the video game for yep. basically like like all, all the time all the time I've been And, then, and you see that South Park episode where they all get fat and but, they're, yeah. they're downstairs in the I basement I love using that
1: gif of yeah. the fat guy. who's just leaning to the side. Yeah. He has like Doritos and his acne yep. and stuff
0: yep. <laughs> I was I was pretty much in that area. You know, I was I, I did that for a whole year I, I still say it's the best gaming experience I've ever had that I never want to do again Yeah, because there really is nothing like uh, going online with 20 other people that you don't know and you're all focused on one yep. like goal, and it's it's crazy. It's it's absolutely crazy when you actually do defeat that you know final boss what or, it? it's or like, whatever. It's
1: called a raid. When yes. you have a raid boss, yeah, I know yeah. a little sub, so yeah,
0: and uh, yeah, and it in in just basically. I want you to imagine all the, the fantasy football that you could do, all the stats that you do with whatever sports, uh, all the study you do with jiu videos, yeah. right? Substitute that all in for one video game. That's basically what I did for like a year.
1: You know, I did that for Borderlands and <gasps> I loved That's Borderlands. That's a fucking good game though, It is man. such a That's good fucking game. game. Oh my God. If anybody's playing and you really just want to find a good game where you can blow someone's face off for no reason. An RPG uh, first person shooter with first a first of its kind bazillion guns. Yes, because the, the infinite com- combination of just guns. computer generated
0: and and also the the spec trees specific to your to your play style.
1: Anything you want. So and what was your
0: specific? Play I style? was the
1: berserker. So, you know, I was <laughs> running through cracking skulls, just punching everyone. <laughs> the berserker is this like giant no neck dude yeah. with like brass knuckles. They're not even brass knuckles. They're gloves that he glued like lug nuts onto. And his special, he throws his gun at you, which doesn't do any damage. It distracts you. And, like, each trigger is just a hand. Nice. And it's just insta-kill. Just wow. bang, bang. <sighs> just, just killing everything in sight. And I loved it. And I just put hours on hours on hours. And today, like I got every special gun. I defeated every raid boss. Nice. Just did all these things. Like. And now I can't, I don't do that. Like I beat Borderlands two. I beat the pre-sequel. I did all these things, but I can never put that much time yeah. into another yep. video game like that. Like it's terrible. I have at least three video games at my house that I haven't, two of them I haven't played. And the other one I haven't mm-hmm. finished and I'm known for hundred percenting video games on a weekend. That's not something wow. I can, I would a hundred percent video. Wow. Games. That's the my mom told me. She was like completionist, completionist. Cause, because when I was a kid, my mom, single parent was like, Oh, I can't get you all these games, or, or you're not going to blockbuster every time. You know what? You'll go if you finish this game. So I beat the game. And she would be like, well, it says right there, it's eighty six percent. What didn't you do? So I'd go back and do a hundred. So you fuck, know what? Really? Yeah. That's awesome. So I was like, that's smart, mom. So you know what I do now? I hundred percent all the video games all wow. the time now. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> can't wow. say anything. I beat 100% it
0: hundred percent because 100- you you needed that as currency to get the next game
1: every time. Wow. Yeah. So I did that for like Mortal Kombat and stuff and like Tekken and Street Fighter and like all these other I was Mortal if Kombat. She if was, she was smart. She would have hooked you up with a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, You'd she'd still do. be playing it. I would <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy this is, 7. Just,
0: Yeah, <laughs> never good just, luck trying to get a hundred percent on that. Jesus happening. I'm not picking that up <laughs> Guess which spec uh, or style I played for Borderlands. which one no take a guess oh, knowing me. Man, what do you think maybe. I did? Were you a sniper? Holy shit. Get you're out a, of my you're head. You are a sniper? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was a sniper. See, Why do you think that? You're patient. Huh? Oh. You're patient. You
1: calculate. You're probably real strategic while yep. some some idiot with a rocket launcher punching people in the face like me is running through, blowing everything up. You're like, oh, there's a guy behind him. He doesn't see bang
0: yep god I, I like scouting i like to go for long yeah. distance and just being like all right let me line up that perfect shot all right this is going to take a few and, and i uh what is it the secondary weapon was a revolver so good if it got close boom, boom boom pick. boom boom. and then good. and then whatever you stealth get
1: away Yep, you know so i was the sneaky bastard i loved people like you because <laughs> yeah. they were like oh this mission is crazy there's too many people in there i'm like count to 20 after I go in and I would go <laughs> in and cause a whole problem and I'd run out and everybody would follow me and they would just pick, pick off, them off, pick off one pick by off. one I'm like perfect and we can keep I would do that in Halo and I was oh, real good at Halo I'm Like nice. we, could, we could run it just like that you know what I'm not good at? Call of Duty Well, I'm so bad Call of Duty
0: kind of changed the way it, it, it got very arcade action Yeah. A little too fast for my like preference.
1: Zombies or you'd be like online play?
0: Online play. Online play? A little too fast. And not only that, but it's also like you had to really know like the, well, like anything else. You have yeah. to like really start getting to know the maps and then you start running into ki- you. Pro- you probably got owned uh by like a nine-year-old like over and over and over and over again because this is what they do christmas vacation i'm gonna 100 the game and then not only that but memorize the maps i'm waiting for some uh some guy who's coming in oh let me just some casual players
1: like i've already hit prestige twice so i'm gonna kill you (laughs) 72 times and scream the n-word at the top of my voice the whole time (laughs) it's so bad but like people legit cheat on call of duty i don't care what anyone says I have a friend who, in a match, I've watched him. He went 42 and 2. One of the deaths was early, so yeah. he was just, like, feeling out the team. He didn't die once. The second death was because his teammate killed him or, like, got <laughs> him killed. He, number one, screamed at this dude because his name is Triple Rage. Like, he literally, yeah. he rages to the point our microphone will shut him off because it's nice. too loud. Yeah, He raged till this dude quit our team. Jesus. And then he w- rage quit. He left. He left me on the team with all these people that think I'm a badass because I'm with him and I'm not. Oh, and he's man. that good. But he also has these giant headphones yeah. that if you were to turn it on, you can hear people walking around you. Wow. You know where they are because you can hear their f- literal footsteps. Oh, gear he has Like Exactly. And he has like this. <laughs> This, like, game controller where the, yep. the trigger snaps back twice as fast so he could pull the trigger faster and, like, the sensitivity is on high. It's, like, on 10. So Dude, I had I had, a, I had a World spinning. of Warcraft
0: gaming mouse. I had that, too. Yeah, y'all cheating. Straight uh, it, up cheating. It's, it's, uh, it's called the Razer Naga. And it was like an eighty dollars mouse or something like that, and it's so I can uh, uh, bind a bunch of actions. If y'all uh, to can my see thumb. the
1: weird thing he's doing with his thumb right now, yeah, it's right the now. side of the mouse. Yep. Yeah, It's like, it's like a, yeah, like a keypad. Like
0: and 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 with, with your standard clicking, but nope. the the, the <laughs> point the point of it is is that due to the enjoyment of just games and the. The rabbit hole you can fall down as you as you very well know being a completionist yep. i did not know that about you yeah a hundred percent completionist <laughs> when it comes to specific games and yep. me th- there's also that uh, you can do some type of hundred percenting for for world of warcraft or whatever uh, but it's it's literal hours invested yep hours invested and uh, I, I think my blood sugars or whatever at that time definitely were pre-diabetic. I was <laughs> I gained a bunch of weight. My cardio Doritos was off.
1: I, I think I was a blue belt at the time. What was your favorite snack for when you're gaming? <laughs> like I know it's a quick snack that you could just grab and just shove in your face. Cause it was either Cheetos or Doritos. For, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I needed like something cheesy. Classic one? Yep. I yeah, need, yeah. Cheetos I could just blast through as well, too. Uh, and, then, and then I was
0: hopped up on uh, just regular soda, which yeah, was also bad for to like me, too. Uh,
1: what's my soda like <laughs> cream soda Ooh, and like, oh yeah yeah nice. Oh yeah, that's the best one and what else would i do uh what's the, it's like those little fries they're like chips but they're fries you know what i'm talking about those little sticks yes got the and they're weird, like a little spicy too right yeah yeah you got the Fuck, weird I know. with the big nose yeah. and the driving yep, yep, cap i know stuff. exactly what you're talking yeah, about exactly. I, c- I
0: couldn't do too much of it because like it, w- it, w- it would get too like that was all i needed too spicy for
1: me that was all I i'll, I'll nice. burn my nose hairs out exactly <laughs> i like spicy foods like I, I like those foods that'll make you sweat. You just, <laughs> my pops is from Barbados and shout out to all the Caribbean women around the world. You know, the food is amazing. Oh,
0: man. Jesus Christ, man. But, yeah, how did we get off on that? We got off that tangent just because, like, due to video games and just due to how enjoyable they are. Like, yeah. my... Did your
1: health stop? My, I know my health suffered. Yes, yes, yeah. it did. Yeah, and It really did. I actually had like carpal tunnel in my oh, right hand. I was playing so hard. I told you my first game was a, a Mortal Kombat on the yes. Game Boy. So my right uh-huh. thumb has been through like war. Nice. So like I, I could play like ridiculous long amounts of hours and stuff. So now I, I toned it down to like I'm going to play games with friends. Or I yeah. play games competition-wise like with other people and stuff. And... I mainly still play Mortal Kombat like uh-huh. X and stuff. Nobody wants to play with me because they think I'm cheating and stuff. <laughs> like, you have to understand, I love this thing. Yeah. Like, if you love jiu-jitsu and that's yeah. all you do, don't think you're going to have to stand toe-to-toe with me and not get these hands. You're about yeah. to be disappointed at the yes. end of this. Yes. But like, I, I used to play a ridiculous <laughs> amount. I get... I was the hardcore gamer when I started jujitsu. I think I weighed two thirty-five, almost two forty, mm-hmm. and now I'm like two o two. Yeah, and I have more muscle mass and less fat, so it balanced out. But absolutely, yeah, I'm also taller. Like I wasn't <laughs> six feet at the time. I was like five nine. Uh-huh. Five nine and two forty is not a good look. Yeah, or even yeah. a good feel. I play games with
0: Jess because Jess doesn't have the longevity yet, I do. Uh, she can only go for like an hour most yeah. for, for certain games. So it's like. I'll play a co op game with her and she would be like, oh, I'm tired. I'm like, good, good. Yeah. Because that's my shut off button then. Yeah. So if we do ever like try to play a game. But I've, there was a certain point where I tried to keep it to a, uh, a minimum just because of, I read into the study of what kind of like, not just video games, but also um, um, TV, especially episodic TV, especially with Netflix, especially anything that you can binge, binge watch and, and everything. Just like the sheer steady endorphin drip Uh rush that any type of like lcd flashing screens or um that type of technology on your phone even social media Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling 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 seeing things and then just getting that uh constant drip it was it basically boiled down to the fact that i didn't want to screw up my fucking body chemistry anymore you know so it was just like, For I sure. want, if I wanted to like get a high, I wanted it to be from like a workout. Let yeah. me get it from, you know, if I get a, a good night's sleep, let me get it from jujitsu. Let me get it from sure. lifting weights or, or something like that. So I, 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 wanted to like, I consciously made that effort because I was like, I know what will happen if I go back into like, uh, uh an RPG, like world of Warcraft or, or something right now. I can't oh, play it. Suck, I, I can't play it casually yeah. because like. As soon as it starts happening, I'm like, nope, you're I'm, in I'm, it. I'm, like, I'm back in because
1: yeah, yeah. That's the funny thing about video games is that it boosts your problem solving abilities because you yes. like, you'll find somebody and like they're resistant to ice. Uh huh. Yeah. Now you're you're like, well, now yep. how do I avoid the ice gun that I've been using this whole time? So, so like, you got to think about how to yep. maneuver around. Your reaction time is way faster mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just you you start thinking about things differently. You also apply to jujitsu as well too. Sometimes, yeah, you know, because sure. you start
0: thinking like this beats like you. you think of like a, a basic rock paper scissors game of yep. like this will beat that, but yep. that will not beat this. Yeah. You well, know? there's
1: a counter to everything, and yeah. there's a counter to the counter.
0: Yeah. And if I do this, sometimes like yep. it will it will this arm will most of the time people will leave this arm dangling. Uh-huh. Let me let me yep. let me let me try that. I remember when uh we went over that footlock sequence. Remember that? Yeah. From <laughs> single X. Yep. And it was like to this to this to this yep. to this that like I still the, that. the 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 one of the reasons why that just like kind of like i enjoy those type of sequences uh. is literally out of like mortal kombat or like street fighter combos it's like come in with the jump strong yep, yep. strong punch do a low mid and then finish off with a dragon yep. punch or something like that you
1: know that's, what i mean that's how i always plan it i'm like i every fighting game as soon as i start i am in the air i'm yep. gonna jump up and kick because then i know but if i do that for a couple matches i'm playing you you know i'm gonna do that yeah. i won't do it i'll just yeah. do an uppercut bam hit you with yep. that because you thought i was gonna jump yep. there you go
0: psych and the other thing too is like i'll, I'll come in with a high punch right yep. and then usually you know i'll follow with a mid kick yep. so then they'll block and they'll be like high punch Oh, uh, you're blocking. Throw you, you yeah. know. <laughs> Coming with with a cheap ass throw, I like
1: motherfucker, you that. know. See when you see that's a martial artist brain that we're thinking the strategy. It's it's, couple, it's a game fighter. Yeah, yeah, like a couple steps ahead of that, and like I'm always thinking about what's the next step. What's the step? What if that goes wrong? What am I gonna do? Yeah. Like I always got the special move in the back. Like all right, let me kamehameha wave him just nah. the, just a back. Even if you just back up a little bit, let me just hit you with that just to open you
0: up. Oh, you dropped in the uh, the the perfect segue. DBZ, the the
1: Kamala ah, wave. Scream for two whole episodes. Yep, miss. <laughs> miss. <laughs> totally fucking do? whiff. <laughs> miss,
0: and then the other guy. My turn. You know. Ah,
1: four episodes. Four, 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 later. four episodes. <laughs> they so hit him. Oh, boy. you hit me. But, but it, I got something else for you? <laughs> was it like a drama? Like watching those? Like it was? It was fighting. It was all mindless, just blowing up, exploding. But there was always uh-huh. like some sort of wild thing that was happening. I'll never forget when I was watching the Cell Saga. That's my favorite. Kid. That's
0: my only favorite saga.
1: That was the first time I've ever been grossed out when he absorbed somebody with <laughs> his tail. Like I actually <laughs> felt nauseous from an anime. I'll never. That was the first time. But how old were you for, for that? Uh, oh, I don't know. I was a kid. I was yeah. watching like Toonami. I may have been like. <laughs> 12 or 13 uh-huh. or something like that. I watched um, it when I was like 25. Yeah. Like I watched it late. I yeah. got into it late. There's only like two di- two two years difference between you and I, or something like that. What are you talking about? Man? I don't. <laughs> you just trying to make me feel young. I appreciate, it, Mario. You, I do.
0: I do feel like an old guy, bros. Go old ahead. bros. Yep.
1: Oh yeah. So they were like, I remember they heard about Cell, and they heard about something. They heard about something killing people in the yes. city he, when he went through the city. He just absorbed everyone. Yep. Like what could it be? And they're walking through the forest, and there's like a shell. And they oh, found yeah. the original cell by before he like had his metamorphosis. Yeah, and that like just blew my mind because I was like, first off, he's not a frigging caterpillar that should not yeah. happen. Second off, he's <laughs> killing people. Third, uh, what the fuck? Like that can happen? Like you could just do stuff like that. <laughs> and it, it just like it took it to a whole different level, and I was like, DBZ is like, aside from the diminishing quality of like actual martial arts, because there's no comparison. You ever seen original Dragon Ball? I have not. If you ever watch it, it's, like, real fighting. Like, they're actually doing martial arts and actually throw, instead of just a flurry of punches and stuff exploding, it's, like, real fighting. But that went down when it got to Dragon Ball Z. Okay. But Dragon Ball Z was, like, the story narrative and, like, how, like... The epic scale of things as well, It was crazy, like... Think think of the whole Frieza saga. Uh-huh. How big Frieza was. Yeah, Frieza yeah. destroyed planets. He's a tyrant. You, all you've heard about since Vegeta showed up was Frieza. There was Planet Frieza. All this other crap. Goku goes through, what, 30 episodes to fight this dude? Kills him. Loses an arm. Resurrects people. a whole planet explodes. Blah, blah. Everything's cool. Frieza shows up now. It's the next season. Frieza shows up. He's Mecha Frieza. He got his pops with him and stuff. You're like, oh, my God. Some bad shit's about to go down. Future Trunks comes out and demolishes him within literal three minutes. Slice them into pieces. I couldn't understand the sca- this whole scope of what I just looked at. Yep. I was like, this is fake. This yep. can't be a real episode. <laughs> Who is this clown? And then they were like, oh, that's his son from the future. and There's a different timeline of Gohan. And I was like, there are other timelines. How can any? What? I'm like. My 14-year-old brain wasn't, like, getting any of these things at all. Especially the scale of it, too, because you just met and spent one whole ep- one
0: whole season for Frieza. This is it. This yeah, is the badass. Yeah. And now you've been introduced to that t- uh, t- 15, 20-year black belt. Yes. <laughs> out of nowhere. Like, what? Yes. What is this? Like, y'all exist? You allowed to walk around just doing stuff like that? Nah, man. No. I think the greatest thing that anime does is... Um, the over exaggerations of uh, just things that you would think about in martial arts and, and you can't have actual real live actors play it, no. you know, no. but let's animate it in a way. And I, I love the cartoon style to talk about like, what if you could instant transport, yeah. what if you could throw energy beams out of your hands, yeah. how would these fights go down you know, way less technique, obviously. Way, the way flurry less. flurry of te-
1: punches is what it would be.
0: But just, but just the, uh, especially the, the epic uh, grand scale, especially that last fight between Cell and Gohan, when Ooh. they, when they get locked in the, what do you call, I've been asking people. There's a term for it. It's even in the video games. Like when one person shoots out like an energy beam uh, and the other guy shoots out an energy beam and it's like that lock.
1: Like the clash. Uh,
0: yeah, there's like an yeah, energy clash. Like is it called battle, energy clash or like something?
1: A power battle or something. i remember yeah. by the end of this. You know exactly what yeah, I'm talking about. I know about, exactly right? what you got to like mash circle as hard as you can because. In, or, of, in order to move. That, yeah, if it touches you, you're dead. You're like dead, you know you're it, dead. it, it's over. Yeah. Even that was crazy
0: because like if you look was at Was that it, the first time that happened? Yeah. Because that's what stuck out to me the whole time. Goku like, oh also willingly
1: like let fight him yep like yeah you go go fight Gohan. <laughs> excuse me my son yep he's not even ready you know what i want to talk to you about because you like you like anime and this ties in yes um can we talk about how bad of a dad goku is have there you ever me, realized ahead. he's the worst father ever like, go ahead he spent so much time being dead or training somewhere else yep. that a green guy literally raised his kid have you ever like, ever put that the scope? What's that green uh, Piccolo? Right? Uh, Piccolo raised Gohan because yeah. Goku was either dead or fighting someone else, or training to fight someone else, or once again dead. Like well, just, you know, they made up time in that hyperbolic training chamber, right? Yeah, for like four <laughs> episodes. <laughs> and then what's even worse is that he had a second son, Goten. Yes. And didn't father him either. Strongest <laughs> dude on the planet, dummy. You big dummy. You came back just may, may, oh maybe
0: maybe father figures weren't the big thing in Dragon Ball. Apparently. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> <laughs> well to Piccolo it mattered. <laughs> Not to Goku.
0: But the the over exaggerations as as Love it. as we we were talking about, it was it was something where I actually got turned on to by another uh when I was training at a mixed martial arts school. Uh-huh. And he and he And there was this one dude that I forgot his name, but he was the best wrestler at the at the school. Wrecked people, showed me amazing takedowns that I some some like principles which I still use to this day. And he and I think he had like some military training or something like that. He looked Uh, like a military guy, all serious, right? Scary dude, scary looking dude. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Dude, you watch Dragon Ball Z?" (laughs) (laughs)
1: What? (laughs) I'm sorry. Exactly. Are we talking dirty?
0: Huh? Yes. He he goes. (laughs) oh, you got to watch it. Here, watch Soul Saga. Uh, Whatever you do, just watch it. Yep. And I'm like, you, uh, I, I just went, dude, you watch that? Mm-hmm. And, and he goes,
1: love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff. That's, the, that's so good. When you find somebody who just knows like one thing. The, the most recent one, I think
0: if, if people want to get into it, uh, on Netflix, they have One Punch Man. Woo, talk
1: about it. You go. No, you, oh, guys. Yes. you go. Just, yes. You go talk about man, it. Man, I resonate with Saitama on such a deep level <laughs> because I'm a man that lost his hair in his 20s. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I got a nice shaped head, so I'm cool with it. And I got a beard, so it just migrated. I didn't lose hair. It just moved. Um, and Saitama just trained so hard, his hair fell out, Allegedly. And now he's bored. with fighting someone cuz he's so strong. He's literally a one punch bit. He punches you you're dead. Like there's no he's close so good thing. too. And I'm you not, can't hit him. No. You he's can't. too fast. You
0: can't. And, and if you he, do it doesn't do it. And either. the way and you and when when you when you hear about this character you think like Oh, how is he drawn? He must be drawn like a jacked up Superman. He must have like the a uh, uh, badass like X Men. You know, yeah. the, you know, when the, the, uh, the the latest X Men. They get the like the kind of like the the SWAT team black oh, leather yeah. with the with the utility belts and the buckles muscles on top and of muscles. muscles on top of muscles like the Batman suit or or something like that. How is
1: uh, what's his name? Saitama. Saitama. How is he drawn? Saitama looks like the unimpressed emoji with like a yellow suit on and a cape. He looks like a stretched out Charlie Brown. He he just right? doesn't care about anything at all. It do they literally block a Charlie Br- like yes. like his face.
0: It, it doesn't just even bland. have it. It doesn't. E- it's basically like an oval. Yep. Two eyes, nose, and a mouth. Bland.
1: Like not, not even like facial yeah. like good like drawn in facial feet features. Sorry. So wait, we're not going to give anything up for anybody that hasn't watched it. That's going to. But yeah. you saw the last episode of season one. Yes. How funny was that when he was fighting that guy who was glowing and stuff and he's destroying everything and it's so epic and then you look at him and he's just like okay (laughs) like debris is flying stuff is exploding he's like are you done yet like can we can we fight now (laughs) my my favorite
0: part was and it's only like semi-spoiler-ish but uh it was the the one guy uh i forgot who it was like asking for the, the cyborg guy asking for help. Yeah. what's his name?
1: Oh I forgot his name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But he
0: was asking for help and, and before he before Janos. Janos. Before he he uh uh said like let me explain my story to you he, he's like uh 20 words or less please yeah like, like <laughs> he, he, it just like it, it was just like an an off that like you didn't even think of anything about it and the guy starts going into like an amazing yeah. epic thing and they start animating everything this incredible story of his
1: upbringing why he need to train and was then, like i don't care and then it's like
0: was like god damn it 20 20 words to last he's like yo so and I, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nah, you know what I like? You remember that so where he fought that, like, real big monster thing in the cage and the uh-huh. guys, like, and, like, they're fighting. He's like, he's like, today you will never see another weekend for the rest of your life. He's like, weekend? Uh-huh. So that means today is Saturday. <gasps> that means yes. today is the day before Sunday. Which like you he's building up to yeah. this thing yeah. and talking and all of a sudden he he punches the dude and the guy explodes into a million pieces. He's like, That means my coupons have expired. Oh God, I gotta go to the supermarket. I'm like, what? What is he it's you know why I love that show more than anything? It's like the narrative perspective you've never had from any TV show, and especially like like Dragon Ball Z, you always expect Goku to win. At yep. some point, you think he's going to win. Hasn't happened much recently. Yep. Uh, shout out to Jiren, but... Uh, with Saitama, he is the best. Yes. He actually, hands down, is the strongest thing walking and breathing. Yep. So you never have the fear of your favorite character actually losing. Yeah. It's just you kind of want him to lose. Just like so you, he he's surprised. Yeah, or, or I something. want him to be challenged. But like, just,
0: his rea- his, just his normal everyday reaction to everything. Just, exactly. So like like reacting of like I here, here he ju- right now <laughs> yeah, here. He just destroyed one of the most badass aliens that like wrecked the city and yep. he's worried about his coupons yep. expiring
1: and then they sprint out to go to the supermarket. We can still make it sensei. We can still make it. We could Okay. Okay. We can get the pork buns. like sprints out like that's ridiculous.
0: But love- yes, please. If, if you haven't y'all check out one punch man. It's a it's a great funny take on yeah. just like a badass like character i
1: got an anime for you that yeah it's saving which one back pocket you ever heard is it of netflix um, no I'll, I'll send you the link i okay. watch it on like watch cartoon dot <coughs> com but um it's called uh history's strongest disciple have you ever heard mm, of it no. it's by this kid named kenichi you might find it under the name kenichi it's by fundamation uh Basically, it's like, you know, the standard kid gets bullied, kid mm-hmm. wants to do this and that. But in Japan, they have, like, a judo team. Like, judo mm-hmm. is a national sport, so they have it in schools. And he wants to go to a judo team. The guy who's a black belt, like, punks him, you too weak, blah, blah, blah kicks him out. Kenichi, history strongest disciple. And then he finds this martial arts, like, dojo, like, right on the outskirts of his town. And he goes in, and there are these, like, masters in mm-hmm. all these different martial arts. There's one for Kenpo Karate. There's one for Japanese There There is a Muay Thai fighter named Apache who only says "apa apa 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 apa" uh-huh. when he's fighting. But like these are all like beasts. Like they're all monsters. And they take. He becomes the strongest disciple because he has to learn all of the styles. And I appreciate it because it legitimately uses all these martial arts legitimate moves like real jujitsu moves Uh and like judo moves and all these other things and his training is crazy like it's hilarious they have a lot of like huge scapes and towards the end they start going into other story arcs and like secondary characters get all these other you know you know they develop Mm. but i loved it because it was probably the closest depiction of real martial arts life that I've ever seen in a cartoon. Like he gets defeated. Like he is inside like I'm a loser. Like I'm just I'm not good. And then he learns this one move and he, he it doesn't work through the whole episode. And it's the first move he learns and then it works at the end. On a fluke, it just works. And then but the crazy thing is I followed this, I've read the entire series. It's ended. And I read it in the manga like maybe i don't know two-thirds of the way through this it's like episode 400 or something in the actual comic book he used the move again yeah and he did it so quick and fluently that it happened And someone brought it up he was like that was the first thing i did and i never let go of it i kept doing it mm. and that goes back to what you said about other martial artists that have that one thing yeah. that they've just been Refined. refining over and over and over again it was like he became at like seven different martial arts style, but he didn't forget that first judo move yeah. that even allowed him to stand his ground. It's cool, man. Very powerful. Like, it's a very good, it's it's a great show. Like, you would actually like it. There's one more that I would recommend to you. It's yes, not yes. martial arts based,
0: but it, I, I think it was a, a manga because it said so in the beginning. It's, oh, it's based off of the manga. Uh-huh. It's on Netflix. Uh-huh. Watch this when you have to cut weight, or if you're, you, you ever what? And I, I've talked about this on previous uh-huh. podcasts. You ever like have to like cut weight or something, and and you just start watching like Food Network shows or something as you're eating like a salad or I something. I try to just, do the opposite.
1: Oh, you don't it, do that. I don't want to look at none of that stuff. I can't have because that's I won't what put I do. I torture myself. Oh, I, I, I'm God. like
0: I'm like eating a salad. I'm like maybe if I eat this, it will taste like that three yeah. foot pizza. <laughs> Trying to that matrix the, it your yeah. this is steak. But uh, I want you to imagine, you, you ever watch like uh, Chef's Table or something like yeah, that yeah. On, on Netflix? Just that like cinematography, that perfect videography uh-huh. of, of like, oh, as, they, as they're putting it, you know, making the food and yeah. chopping up the ingredients. Combine that with like an anime storyline. It's called uh, Samurai Gourmet. I think I know what you're talking about. It's My- about an old dude who's retired in Japan, uh, and he goes uh. around, and he has memories of like the food that he used to eat as a kid, and he would go around and find like wow. the, the modern version of it. That's cool. And they would, and they would and they would put like a manga or anime spin onto him finding that restaurant and eating that food and so it's very high quality you know shot as far as like uh, oh it's making my mouth water right now because yeah, i remember That looks good because i remember some of the episode. it's a it's, it's like a 20 something minute episode each one you know you Dumb. watch it in case you're like you know what i'm not hungry watch that episode be like all right i'm hungry
1: let's yeah. go let's yeah. eat you know so oh no i love that anything that's gonna make me like think past <laughs> whatever the direct narrative is like my favorite show is um adventure time <laughs> and specifically uh-huh. because like the first two i'll tell anybody right now the first two seasons are ass like they're not cool it's it's. So i think i hard. tried watching it's it yeah. so bad but after season three it just gets to a whole different level of real you think they changed the writers a lot yeah. no no i think the writer just changed his style okay like, i think it's the same guy like for instance the first episode i watched that made me realize that this is a deep show was they had the christmas episode there's a guy <laughs> ice king you know ice king the, the blue dude with the big beard. He looks like Santa Claus who has like... You know, I didn't get
0: through birth. Adventure Time because I think I did what you said. I, I started watching like the first two it episodes of the first season. I'm just like, it's I'm, I'm going to move on show. to something else.
1: So Ice King, he like, he always like steals, like kidnaps women. I almost said steal like they're an object. Yeah. He kidnaps women and calls them his princess, right? And Finn and Jake, the two main characters, they're like, oh, we're, we're going to go in there. We're going to beat him up and stuff. And they go beat him up in his own house or whatever. And they find a box of stuff, and they're like, "Okay, oh, there's a VHS here. So let me look into the VHS." So they go, gu- they take the VHS, and it's a V, it's a, it's an audio log, no, video log of Ice King. Uh-huh. And the first one you see is him as a human. And he introduces himself as Simon Petrikov, a Scandinavian archaeologist. Yeah, right? So much info in the first sentence. And this is the last three minutes of the episode. They always do it. Starts off with a bunch of like funny, nonsense, school, childish cartoon, pretty colors. Then they drop a bomb on you and then they leave it. Like they end the episode. Yeah. So for this one, they like. It's like oh, I'm Simon Petrikov. He's there with his wife Betty, his son and such. And they're talking, and he talks about this crown he just found in um in his Icelandic studies and stuff like that. And then the next one was he now has like this white stubble, and he's like, I put the crown on, and I feel like it's always whispering to me. I feel like I don't know. And then the next video log, like it cuts off, and now he has like a white beard, and he has the cr- The crown is not on him. He's like the crown has driven away everyone I love. It's driven away Betty. I don't know where she's going. In the background, like a huge nuke goes off and like you see it and they always talk about this thing called the Mushroom Wars, Uh which is basically like a nuclear holocaust. So it goes off, and he's like, To anybody that finds this video, please understand I cannot control my mind. I have blackouts, and I don't know what's happening. Anything I do, it's because of the crowd. I do not know my mental state. And if you can, please help me. Please help me. And then he's slowly descending into madness, and then like stuff is turning into like bifrost around him. And then it just ends. And you're sitting there in silence, and then Ice King comes in. He's like, ah, guys, I just wanted to come to the slumber party, man. So then for the rest of the series, people are nicer to him because they understand the crown that is giving him the powers and making him become the Ice King, he can't control it. It's, It's literally taking over his mind. It drove his wife away. Jesus. But because this is several hundred years in the future from where he was, like, if he takes the crown off, he's going to die from rapid aging. Yeah. So they can't figure it out. In one of the newer episodes, I'm going to just spoil it because I want people to watch the show because it's so deep and how hard the narrative is. It's all about Betty. It's all about finding his wife and stuff. And through some magical escape, he opens like a time rip and he can see into right before the Mushroom War starts. And he's looking at his wife, Betty. He's talking to her. He's like having a, a moment of clarity. He's like, Betty, I'm so sorry I drove you away. I don't know what happened. You were just gone one day and I lost everything. And she's like talking to him. and She's like, oh, you know what? You big dummy. I know what happened. He's like, what, Betty? Where did you go? I need to find you. She's like, I'm right here. She jumps through the time warp. So basically when he lost her, she didn't die or go into hiding. She jumped through time to the moment that he was talking to her right then. Jesus, Exactly. And now her mission from then on currently now is to find a cure for the Ice King, mm. so that she can be back in love with him. This is a children's show. Jeez, I was like, when I discovered that, I was like, anything that can make me think has me now. Like yeah. anything that makes me think on a deep a level, good, like well that. Well developed plot, yes.
0: Good character arcs. Et Adventure cetera. Time
1: is it, like, yeah. And, and you would never know from how colorful and silly it is. Yeah. Adventure Time is definitely the show. It's so good.
0: Uh as far as like a character arc where it messes with my head, you, I remember one time when Black Mirror was starting to come out, <laughs> and I was like, ah, I don't know if I should watch this. And you're like, No, no, watch it, man, watch it. And I, I was said like, it Oh, was great. You said it was great. I'm like, I, it I heard great. it was depressing. And you're like, No, no, it's it's
1: it's it's I, great. I said it not to me. Was what I said. <laughs> I said it's not depressing to me.
0: Okay. Which and also I wasn't it. a lie. <laughs> and I watched it, watched and I was just. I remember we watched like three episodes in a row. It was it was one of like uh, with the with the contact lenses in their eyes that like They could replay their memories. That's
1: the best one. Did you watch that one with Jess? Yeah, that is the best one to watch with a significant other there
0: was another one with uh, uh, where where uh, I might be jumping around but there was another one where he was trying to uh, uh, he, he was he was a soldier
1: that was another one, you dude. know. Yeah, and then, yep. I
0: remember I watched like three of them in a row, and then and then Jess turns to me and she's got like she, her lip is quivering. She's she's almost like practically crying. She's like, <laughs> "Can we watch something
1: else?" <laughs> I'm sorry, Jess. <laughs> it's deep, man. Did, but you that watched all episode, of them, yeah? Did I you watch? All of them. How did you feel about uh, Say Jude Perot? Because I assume Which one anyone, was that one? anyone that's seen Black Mirror should know because that's Every, the one. That, that, it, that, it won I, an I, Emmy. That was the one where the um. The two girls, it was like an 80s scene and they were like partying and stuff. And like they're like in the, I don't want to give it away, but remember it, it was like a love story. Yeah. And, with those and, then, and then at
0: the end it was it was kind of like, oh, I can, I can like come back and live with you or something like that. Yeah. On yeah, the they, beach they or, they or something. Stuff. I don't remember too much about that episode. It was but
1: real, you should watch it. That was the one and only yeah. happy endings. Most of that show is not happy endings, but the That's scary true. part is it's all within reach. Yeah. Like all like the bees dying right now. Yep. Bees are dying and it's it's a real issue. Like flowers aren't being pollinated like they used to be that first episode of the third season was it
0: something fall whatever the social media one word like the likes I hated that and everything. I did not like that one you didn't like that one I
1: didn't, it hit too close to home and yeah. I felt like she was dumb because I was like in my head I'm like oh likes equate to money I guess yeah. I'm homeless now yeah. because I'm not yeah. doing anything for y'all to like me just to fight over but a that's
0: raining. but that's you know it, it it it's close because that's you know it's a raining. lot of especially yeah. the voices that they would put on and the smiles that yeah. they would put on you notice that that one girl that she was trying to win over her every single time she called it up she's doing yoga or she's doing something or she's doing like Uh every single time that she calls her up she's doing you know something trendy
1: tea with miranda you remember her from eighth grade she used to be so fat but she now she has a doctor boyfriend (laughs) like ew shut up but like there are real people like that which is terrible not
0: even real people but also just like shades of that yeah you know what i mean shades of that with, with, with 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 everyone like that i cracked up at that part where she like gets the latte right. And then she takes the cookie and she bites into it and she's like, ugh, spits it out, but then
1: like puts it by the, the, the thing to photo op. Yep. <laughs> like I know people that are like, they yeah. have to take a picture before they eat every meal. Like, oh, yep. What? Yep. Oh my God. No, but and one, that's why I love that episode. I yeah, love that episode it, it's because a it's,
0: uh, it's a because great Because it, it hits so close. I'm like, oh, this is going to. If people see this, they're going to be like,
1: I hate it. I'm like, "Uh, too close to home. There there are Uh, no bad uh. episodes. I'll say that now. There's some I don't like because of different reasons. And that one was way too close for me. I've recently cut off most of my social media just because I don't like being hooked into the scrolling. And like I used to use Tumblr exclusively for like news and Uh political updates and like social awareness, social justice and stuff. Because watching the news depresses me. And, you know, Everything, there's a lot of depressing. Oh, shit out there. oh my yeah. god, the orange face. Um, <laughs> I don't like watching the news, so I yeah. would be on Tumblr, but then I'd realize like two hours would go by every single time I opened that app. So I was like, I have to cut that off. I can't be on that anymore. You
0: know what? Just started can't using look. a little while ago. It's uh, I've mentioned this before. It's an app called Moment.
1: Moment, no, I've never. And
0: basically, it. what it you do, you can actually uh, uh assign specific apps to it, saying, all right, let's say uh Instagram and Twitter, yeah. and it will track the amount of time that you spend on those apps. And you you can give yourself a target time, let's say two hours. And then by the end of the day, it'll give you a a red, yellow, green, red meaning you've gone over that time, yellow meaning you've gotten really close, green, like, okay, you've only used up, you know, you've only been on an hour as opposed to to two hours. But it doesn't lock down the app for you, but it can, uh, it helps track like, (coughs) excuse me, helps track the time for those specific apps. I can't do that. I'm I'm just like, "Eh, I'm just not gonna look at it at all. I,
1: I really like throw my phone places. Like when I walk around, I'll get in the house and I'm like oh I'm so tired from jujitsu. Let me just eat. And I'll take a shower and I throw my phone somewhere, and then <laughs> my girlfriend's like blowing it up and like I don't even know where it is and like I just I just don't care about being i which is a problem like i'm not connected or attached to my phone at all but really bad texters you know like it takes me a really long time to respond that's because i'm always doing something yeah and when i'm doing it i'm immersed in whatever i'm doing like even right now with you i've seen my phone light up a bunch of times but i'm not paying attention appreciate to that man is of course it's not important what i'm doing is i'm trying to like live in the moment now which yeah. is like Like. right here. Like, there are moments on Instagram and Facebook and stuff that I can access later, but what's going on between you and I, aside from this podcast, is a one time because it's just me, you, and Hobbs. Like that's it. This checking all, in with you every once in a, yo, a good while. Good looks, yeah. Hobbs. Shout out to Hobbs. <laughs> like, it's, all, it's just us right here. So this is like a one time experience that I've like started to realize. Like yesterday, fun fact: I pulled out. I was eating Ruffles. Like I pulled out a giant chip, like a huge. It was the size of the bag. The chip was so big. Gotta love those chips. Oh my god, yes! It's like (laughs) getting a curly fry when you get fries. You get one curly, like like the mother of them. Yes. So I pulled out this one chip. I look at Chloe. I'm like, hey, like, yo, you should take a picture. She's like, nah, let's just enjoy it. I'm like, yes, let's just enjoy this chip. Like, Good for you, Chloe. We, we ate it like like a lady in the tramp together, like just crumbs everywhere. Just Two idiots, but <laughs> it's just it was delicious. And I was like, that was a really cool moment that I could talk about. That there's no evidence that you could look at aside from mm-hmm. you painting it in your own brain. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, we we've gone away from stuff like that because of the value of pictures and videos. But like stories don't get told by word of mouth as much anymore. Like if you talk about. Like some, your kid's piano recital or something. Everybody, oh, I have the video for that. Like, how boring is it for me to look at this whole piano recital you had to sit through? Just tell me the cool stuff that happened. Yep. Come on, man.
0: <laughs> it's interesting you bring up, too, just like going into the deep story of it, because that's essentially what we do here, uh-huh. especially on the podcast, especially like you heard in the beginning, oh, passing down lessons, stories. Yes. Down to warn just the art of yes. speaking, having a one on one discussion as, yeah. as as we do, where you bring up a, a topic and you just say anime oh it's cartoons no you nah. went into a deep dive into adventure time yeah. into a specific plot device that they uh not uh,
1: uh a real deep plot device hey man i could get you quantum physics through minecraft if you give me some you time you know what i mean go
0: ahead. <laughs> but but just that the 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 just being able to sit and talk to someone yeah. and just take like an idea and unpack and go as, as, as far as you uh were saying oh i'm gonna i'm gonna rant on it <laughs> fine by me man i'd rather you rant than do 140 characters on it i'd rather you rant than do like you know yeah. a sharing of a reshare of a repost
1: yeah
0: or something look at this point i want to get across bah, 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 and like it subscribe or share yeah. and it's just kind of like here you get to like all right you think you know uh mario says he knows anime you think he does boom sure let, let him go deep in, into it and I'm like fuck that man you got more than you got more than I do you know
1: I'm a super nerd man people <laughs> people don't know that about me because they like see my appearance and I have like uh, I have an uh, eclectic taste I've been told ah oh, fuck that man yeah, exactly <laughs> You That's know, a nice it, way of saying you're weird. I'm like, all right, cool. Weird is. Cool it was to me. It, it was something that I
0: uh, uh, touched upon, like like last podcast of of just that label of a nerd. Yeah, you heard that. Where I was kind of like annoyed that it kind of got like hijacked, at least yeah. for me. Um, also. You know, and this is just my old man grumpiness ta- ta- talking it. here, but it's just because, like, back in the day, I would say, like, uh, uh mid-80s, yeah. early 90s, video games weren't cool. No, they're not. They were not. No. You were, you were told that you were a nerd if, if you yeah. played them, but that's what I did. Zelda, Mario, all People that shit. People
1: thought there was no money
0: That was what it really started. That, that, that was... I was probably there's, one of there's things no too.
1: There's no future now. There are yeah. pro- professional gamers on yeah. Twitch making 40Gs a month. There's ki- there's there's professional YouTubers who stream and
0: they make money playing yeah. games for and people watch people play games. You my know, I mean? on just Twitch. started Yo, Shout there out to go.
1: Dwayne Dyson if y'all know, you can look him up on Twitch. He actually be playing. I forgot what his crazy name is, but you know, just type in that D Dyson, you'll find him. So like, my so my theory follows. on that as far as
0: like the nerd moniker or any type of like I didn't like the fact that, um, and once again, like I said, just my old man grumpiness, I didn't yep. like the fact that uh, I loved something where I identified it. I was I was bullied because of it, yep. you know, growing up. And then later on, it becomes mainstream, and then a bunch of people are would proclaim, oh, I'm a nerd now. Look at me. Look at me playing this game, et cetera, et cetera. And I just didn't like the fact that they get to, uh, uh, quote, take something and, and, Identify so readily with it yeah. when in the past, where it's like do you, you do realize that like you're 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 getting something without any of the the
1: saltiness that you that used to these emotional stripes. <sighs> something you, like you that. You weren't called a nerd in front of all you. You're not a nerd so someone else calls you a nerd. There you go. That's all it is. And so made fun of. Made fun of, fun you of you because uh, nerd with dude, glasses. glasses. Dude, you're a nerd, man. Freaking door. Would you like Charizard? What's Charizard gonna do for you? Man? Would you Would <laughs> you like? Yeah. Okay. nerd (laughs) Nerd geek you You know know what i i had (laughs) i had somebody say something real wild when i was a kid it's not even a big deal but i was like i think i was nine or ten yeah and i was at my friend peter's house and me and peter i haven't seen him in years and um me and him like just becoming close and his his dad like used to work with my mom and stuff and we were having dinner he was like yeah you know because your mom's a nerd and i got so angry like i really was arguing with this grown man yeah, yeah. a 10 year old like about my mom being a nerd And i talked to her she's like yeah i am a nerd i'm like what she's like i'm a nerd like what's wrong with it I'm like because people uh, think you're not cool she's like who said it's not cool yeah if changed. i think i'm cool and i don't care if oh. they think i'm cool does it matter who thinks i'm cool and my mind was blown and now yeah. i'm like yeah i'm a nerd so what's up yeah. like I am six foot three. Yeah, I'm a black man. I wear crazy flip up glasses and wild shirts. And you wear the brightest uh, Dragon Ball Z gi. My Dragon is? Ball Z gi. Yo, I got the Naruto one coming, and I got a Akatsuki one coming. Y'all will be able to see <laughs> what me. What's that? I
0: said to you, uh, <laughs> uh, like someone was said something. I'm like, oh, uh, Mario, can can
1: you can you shut up over there? Your gi's too loud. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yo, everybody, you know what? I'm giving <laughs> extra double brownie points to Eki because the first time I wore <laughs> the gi, this man did the fusion dance with me. Yes. That's why, high five Miyake. Yes. That's why, yes. That's why he's the coolest. But like, it being a nerd became cool. Like, yeah. when, when she taught me that, and now everybody wants to be a nerd. I'm like, well, drop some nerd stuff. Tell me what you know. Mm. Yeah, now it gets a little mm-hmm. weird because we don't want to talk about it. Like, oh, well I,
0: well, I play this game. Play this game. Yeah. Okay, How far have cool. you gotten it? Are you 100% completionist? Uh, are like you? you, you know, did you your, see
1: the secret thing? Where's your nerd cred? Hey, did right? you see the, the Minecraft level, the secret Minecraft level in Borderlands 2? Did you get there? Because oh, I did like i got there and people were like what yeah yeah go on gamefacts.com like you do you dork <laughs> i like using the word dork now because dork is never gonna be cool Does it doesn't nah, sound it doesn't good? sound cool and no
0: and it's not nerd it's and not geek have been yep. have been chic
1: in, in a sense especially geek yeah Oh, I love a geek, you know? I feel like those are different, like, labels. Like, I would yeah. say a geek is somebody that's, like, really good, like, computers or, like, yeah. math and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you're real good. Like, nerds, like, no info in, like, comic yeah. books and story arcs and mm. stuff like that. A geek has, like, a plic- me knowing all this Marvel stuff and being able to talk about how Legion is so cool because he has real persons in his head and not uh-huh. just personalities has, will never get me money. But if I was really good at like trigonometry, I could probably go work for NASA. I and got That you. makes me a geek. You know, yeah. but none of those except for dorks. So any you dorks listening, you're a dork, and I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> dork is like not cool. Like you're not cool. You're never gonna be cool. It's because you're trying to be cool. That's why you're not mm.
0: cool. So you, so dork is more of uh, someone who is trying to to co opt the yep. term geek or yep. nerd, but you're just not pulling it off. Or we can yep. someone can see through that. Yeah. And, and I'll call you a dork in front yeah. of your whole family.
1: You're like, that's not offensive. I'm like, yeah, I know it is. I think because the, I think you the like word it. they
0: used was poser. Poser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was way back in the day. Too. All
1: I could think of is like ratty, like skateboard shoes and messed up jeans when I hear poser. <laughs> Somebody with a tap out shirt. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. That, no, that's, that's, that's how it used to
0: be. in the day. I mean, you know, and you don't, and you don't want like... There's an argument for and against like certain labels. Yeah. I think, I I think it just comes down to the 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 fact. Like I said, that's why I preface, preface the whole thing with like this is just my old man grumpiness. Yeah, it's cool. You know what I mean? Of, of the times changing. Of like, yeah, well, I guess video games are in now. You know. Yep. Even though they used to not be. You know. We'll see so, how
1: how are you gonna, a hey, Warren, bring this up? And I know you're gonna be happy I brought this up. Yeah. So if Warren grows up and yeah. he's like that. I want to be a professional video gamer. It really,
0: I think professional, anything, especially when it comes to competition, it's kind of like, I'd approach it the same way of like any other like professional sport or something. It's just kind of like, all right, let's look look into this. What is the average life of a so-and-so, you know, professional e-athlete or a regular athlete, you know, are you looking to start a family are you like what are your what are you looking to do okay. in, in life you know what i mean
1: see, i, I would say know. no you know what i mean that's already a good discussion for you too i know yeah. it's gonna go well because you already you didn't have an answer you're just like I'm, uh, I'm gonna see what he says
0: yeah that's and cool. you also have to see like the 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 the, 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 s- the scope of the whole thing i mean you don't know what like the future will bring for you like right. just just like most recently with all the uh the the reports of cte and yeah. concussions and yeah. everything for you, you, good luck uh, uh, with with me ever signing Warren up for 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 PE not football My or, kids are or never anything like that. Pop order,
1: you know what I mean? You're not doing it. I'll you let know. you do martial arts. You're not you're not doing it. And even still, I'm I'm a little worried about striking martial yeah. arts because yeah. yep. a head kick that's that's most head kicks don't even land to the head. It's to your yeah. neck. So it's cumulative too. That's a kick <sighs> directly to yeah. a spine.
0: Yep, <laughs> like, and oh, repeated, and, and it's just. You, you know what I mean? So when you talk about that, it's kind of like now that I ha- we have the knowledge of that, yep. it's kind of like, all right, I can make a better decision move, moving forward. For where,
1: sure. you
0: know, oh, I really want to do it, Dad. It's kind of like.
1: So let's know. take it a step further. Sure. My cousin, I was telling you about Delane. Um, he's always said that he wanted to be a professional gamer, such and such. His family doesn't take him seriously. Oh, is he? He's, um, right now, I think Dwayne is, he's 21. I took him out for his 21st birthday. Nice. That was great. How good is he? At <laughs> video gaming? Yeah. Oh, he's one of the best I've ever seen. Like, it's just But as far as like, has he enrolled in tournaments and everything already? Um, He's done two tournaments. I yeah. don't know how he did, but I know he's done, I mean, he's just getting up there. But <laughs> that's, that's
0: one of those things where like, oh, should he be one? Well, how does he perform in local tournaments and yeah. regionals and nationals? I know so, he's
1: really good on Twitch and like he's performed yeah. on like they have like online gaming things. But uh-huh. nevertheless, like his pops wasn't too warm to the idea. His dad's like a not. doctor yeah. in like three different hospitals and stuff, yeah. like had an ER surgeon. So he doesn't want to hear any of that. <laughs> but Dwayne was so adamant and he took out his own money and he built a computer from yeah. the ground up with all the processing he wanted. He has a special. Like, mice, mouse, and stuff. Like, he's doing all the things, the steps that he could to make it professional. And now his dad's like, you know what? You're taking this very seriously. You're investing time and money into this. Go for it. Yeah. Like, he's like, I see that you really want to put your best foot forward for it. So, cool. Go ahead.
0: That's that's pretty much what my dad did, too, when, like... Uh, I was nearing the end of college and like I was finishing up my degree in computer science, but at the same time I I was already playing guitar. I was playing in like a band at the time. I'm like, I want to give this, you know, music thing a try. Uh Cause just as long as you graduate, just as long as you have that degree and you have that as your thing to fall back on, go for it. That's cool. Which was cool. So I went in and I tried my best, learned, uh, there's a huge difference between being good at guitar and and being good in the music industry, Uh keyword industry.
1: Uh huh people please
0: and uh yeah people please exactly, the
1: exactly. question mark no. exactly
0: <laughs> and it was it was a combination of you know playing to less than three people a night in new york city for a bunch of nights cumulative of that and then like my breaking point i played a gig in asbury park new jersey uh-huh. uh, at the saint and i remember after the gig again playing to like three or four people i went outside and uh my car had its uh, passenger side window smashed in. Wow. Uh, nothing was stolen, but they turned on the lights and the, and the wipers, so the battery was dead as wow. well, too. So then dead when I move. so then I reported to the police, I'm like, oh, all right. It was parked legally. There was no yep. whatever. And then I'll never forget what the cop said. He goes, well, you know, it's Asbury Park. The
1: fuck does that mean?
0: That's like- exciting. Accept-
1: Better get on your detective inspector was, gadget move and start finding who busted out my window. How about yo? That you was my
0: that was my breaking point, and go I bust I this stopped, i and be like, hey man, I stopped I stopped Park. playing guitar for a few years because of that That's because it. I was so mentally broken. And uh, see why? What was it? It was and and to this day I've never stepped foot back in Asbury Park. There was a there was like a professional wrestling show, like WWE uh-huh. show, that was like in Asbury Park. Yeah. And I forwent that. Wow. I was like, I would, and it was, it was, it was either that night in Asbury Park uh-huh. or the next night, plus a longer drive to Albany, New York. I, I said, I would rather go. I, we went to Albany rather than 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 go to Asbury Park. I like, I refuse to this day go back to Asbury Park unless someone convinced me otherwise that Asbury Park has changed. But find a Sup? really
1: good restaurant that you can't resist. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> we're gonna go to Asbury Park.
0: Anyway, I'm sorry. You were, <laughs> we're about to say something. Ah, I, I should be saying something. <laughs> I got stories for days. the uh, The other part that you were bringing up is we were we were going around about the kids and yeah. especially with Warren and, and raising them yep. um, especially with new data going into things yep. uh, especially with sports and like what sports you wouldn't put them into one of the things I wanted to ask you because you started talking about uh, teaching kids and and everything did you do you notice a distinct style that you have to have in order to teach kids versus teaching adults
1: oh um, yeah absolutely because with uh teaching a kid is like filling an empty cup like uh-huh. It's kind of just like whatever. Even if you just dump bullshit in there, like it's going to retain it to some degree and then filter out whatever. Teaching an adult is like they, they just already know something. So they think they already know some stuff. So whatever you say, it's always going to be cross-referenced with that. And adults have to feel some sort of, even though it's usually not said in most situations, they have to feel some sort of hierarchy when they're mm-hmm. teaching you. Like, this teacher is good because she does blah, or this teacher is good because he's a scary dude, and blah, 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 blah. Like, they all have their reasoning. When a kid sees me and I'm like three times their size, they're not going to question whatever I'm about <laughs> to say to them. It's just like, oh, okay, talking mountain. Like, that's, thank you for that. Like, it's just like, whatever. So, but I noticed that I um, with with an adult, I have to be more stern. Yeah. Like, when a kid, it's stern to the point like stay in line. When an adult, I have to be like, I'm telling you this because I am 100% sure I'm right. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever you think is going through your head. Like, I I was training with somebody at another school and I was trying to explain Delahiva and why you need to. And, the person kept going, oh, well, my legs aren't as long as yours, or I can't mm. do this, and mm. it's just not fair. I'm like, so, uh-huh. if you get in a street situation, are you just going to say this isn't fair? You're going to, yeah. no, I'm going to run. I'm like, well, okay, all right. <laughs> why don't why, jiu- why you, you doing you know? track? Like, why are you yeah. over here? Because this is supposed to be defending yourself. Like, they, she had to keep going back in her head and telling me what else. But when a kid, like, it doesn't work. It doesn't, like, my, our kids do that yeah. all the time. We'll coach them. Like, I just can't. I can't. I can't. And now I used to coach poorly. I used to be like, oh, just do this, just do this. And at the end, I'd be like, see, if you had just done this, it would have worked. Now, like, I'll be like, just shrimp, just shrimp, just shrimp. And then they'll get into half guard and then they'll go back to being mounted and then they'll go back to bridging and shrimping. And at the end, I'll be like, hey, you shrimped really hard. Did you see you got out of mount? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like, keep it up. Yep. It's working. Like that little bit of encouragement, like it. You like you gotta plant the seed and then water it. You can't just plant it and put it in the sun. The sun's gonna be down on it's never gonna grow.
0: Did you also find that you you couldn't really go into super detail with things like a daily Heva guard or a, you know what I mean? More like,
1: with an adult, really with a kid? Yeah, because again, adults are like, well, the first part didn't work, so nothing else you're gonna say is gonna. Oh jeez. Like when a kid, like are well, are you sure this is a kid or an adult? These, these, Jesus, exactly, you know. Like Man, everybody gets older. Not everybody grows up. Yeah, write that down, Warren. Better remember <laughs> that, man. Like it's it's real truth. You're gonna meet some adults. You're gonna meet some grown boys. You're not gonna meet men all the time. You're gonna meet some real old boys. Uh-huh. But I'll meet like I have a one of our students is just discovering Delahiva actually, yeah. and I was like, well, you could do this or that, and this and that. It's like that's so much stuff. I'm like, I know. I just wanted you to know the options were there. And then I'll just see her trying stuff. She'll be doing it wrong and then she'll do one thing right. She'll be like, that worked. And we'll keep building off of that. Like the kid's imagination and their give and take and test and question and answer is so much faster than an adult that believes they know something. So instead of trying something they don't know. They retain and hold on to what they do know, and that becomes their only, like, one path of mm-hmm. movement, and that doesn't work well for jujitsu, which is supposed to be fluid. you know? You know what I used to see in, like, some other schools?
0: I used to see it was the, the, the term is called uh, showing your belt syndrome. i think you know where i'm going with this so i've i've seen people where uh and this is like i said this is not at the current school i'm at 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 previous schools um i saw an adult who had recently been promoted from like blue to a purple let's say congrats to that adult and then that adult would start teaching to uh kids uh side control and he and and he would be like, oh, make sure that you have your 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 knee by by the head, and you want to have your knee by the hip, and apply proper pressure over here, and using really like sure. technical terms, yeah. Though, but like, real, like purple belt level details, yeah. obviously. And oh. you just see this kid like what? raising their hand. Where do we put our knee? Like, yeah, you, yeah. you 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 know what I mean? If- and. You could just see him getting frustrated of, yep. of like, well, you know, bah, 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 and, and like, just, it was great detail. Yeah. Great from a, from a purple belt. And then, and then like instructor would come over and tap and me then, and, then, and then, and then, and then, and then, like, all right, kids, ready? You're going to make it, you know what a triangle is? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Shapes. Shapes. Yeah. Oh. Here, watch, watch how my knees here. I put one by the head, I put one by the hip and look where my uh, head and arm goes. Does this look like a triangle? It's a
1: triangle. Yeah yes
0: make a triangle and then i want you to be like a big uh mushy marshmallow on top of them everyone knows what a mushy marshmallow is right
1: yeah. yes
0: and so then they would boom that's it yep and the, and and the other guy's like what did you just do he goes this is how you talk to a kid yeah. you gave great detail but like that's show your belt, show your belt syndrome, which is like, yeah, I'll, oh, I'm a pro. Let me, let me show, let me get, let me just pour on all the instruction yeah. and details and experiences that I have. And like, no, dude, you're teaching to a kid, you're teaching or uh, yeah. a beginner adult. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Teaching the kids is like <laughs> really hard. Excuse me for a different reason. But it challenges us as adults to, like, think differently. Yeah. Like, with kids, I like to make them tell me what I'm doing. Uh like, okay. Oh, nice. So, we're in side control. So, my left arm should be under the head. Like, yes. Thank you. And my right arm should, I don't know where to put it. Where should I? Put it next to his hip. But see, why would I do something like, so he can't shrimp. Yeah, thank you. And it will keep going. So, I I make them
0: tell me. I love the game show host voice that you put on. Yeah. Kids love that.
1: Like, oh, what do I do over yeah. here? You, Where do my legs You, you
0: play. Go? You play this exaggerated character uh, that, like, any other adult be like, what? No, what? What is are you going speaking on? To Kids. Me like that. Eat that up, you know yeah, what I mean. it's Especially, like that. especially that, as uh, you as you did. All oh, kids love to teach. Kids yes. love to tell they other know uh, that Everyone they else. know something. Yeah, yeah, and that's great. That's really cool that you figure that yeah, out. Yeah,
1: I had to learn that when I early when I was working at the Y. I had to figure out that it's not me firing this info at this kid. Yeah, it's about them telling it back to me is the important part. Yeah, not that I taught him was that you retained what I said to you that one time. Like, even if we do shots, I'm like, okay, you take a big step and your front knee has to come down. And they're like, okay, and then they'll mess it up. I'm yeah. like, okay, think of it this way. Put your knee in between their feet. Yeah. Okay, and they do it. I'm like, all right, give them a hug. And then they topple the kid. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then they come in just colliding with people and doing super fast shots. I'm like, wow, see, that that worked. And like, it's kids love little stuff. Like, touch your nose if you're ready. Yep. All right, touch your eyebrows if you're ready. Do a squat if you're ready. All right, now touch your toes. Oh, you weren't ready because I didn't say <laughs> if you were ready. And then now they're all, like, staring at me like, what's he going to say next? What's he going to do? I got, like, weird claps and stuff. I have yep. tons of little nuances that I use to teach a kid, but I'm not the black belt. I'm not the sensei. Like, I got yeah. Adam and Karen. And, you know, shout out to them. They're amazing teachers. I just come in with my little twist yep. to just help help just move it along a little bit and I think that works better because they're black belts in jujitsu. And if teaching was a martial art, I would probably be close to a black belt now <laughs> because that's all I, I all I've done is like coach. You probably and teach. you probably learned a lot as well
0: too. So much probably through teaching all that. So much. You know, it. You probably had to refine yeah. a lot of your techniques because I, you have to back up yeah. what
1: you have to say oh i i call it like cheating like anybody yeah. teaches kids class you're cheating because you're getting <laughs> twice as many techniques now yep. just from being there but i one one of the biggest things i learned from just teaching in general was that i had to learn how like these kids actually look at me mm. and look up to me is very different than i think they're looking at me like you can always tell how so? when a kid idolizes you like i have three i'm gonna make them short condensed stories but my, I think it was my fourth year working at a summer camp, and there was this one little boy. He had to be like three and a half, four years old. I'm, I'm towering over him, and. They, they made us cards and stuff. So he made me a card, and he was going away. He was moving to Massachusetts. He was like, I drew a picture of me and you, and it's like a stick figure of him. And then, like, holding his hand was this giant brown circle that he just, like, obviously ground two whole crayons into this paper. He's like, do you like it? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why do you? T-? I'm like, oh, so you just see me because I'm black. But now that I got older, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like four times this kid's size. He probably just sees a giant disembodied head talking to him. Whenever I'm talking to him, I'm like, he's literally yeah. looking up yeah. at me. Yeah. Like in my current class, I have a kid and he's great. Like he's awesome. And I never have issues with him, but I'll catch him staring at me. And I'm like, why are you looking at me like that? Like you're just trying. But now I realize I do stuff and he'll try to do it. Mm. Like he like idolizes me to a degree. He never said it never brings it up but i noticed that he's watching me deeply and then i have another kid who is just like so i've had this kid before like he's so bad like he just does stuff and just yeah, yeah. does to piss me off and then i met his dad the other day and his dad was talking to me and his dad was like oh yeah i've heard about it. i introduced myself He was like yeah i've heard about you I'm like oh and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He talks about you like every day. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You he said like yeah, in my head. I was like, no way, no, he doesn't. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he speaks very highly of you. He looks up to you. I spin around. I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Like you give me all this flack when I'm in front of you, but you like me so much. He's like, you're just annoying sometimes. I'm like you're annoying sometimes. <laughs> that one. And then like he smiles. I'm like, oh, so you just wanted this? Like you wanted? But I'm like, you guys are like not a different thing like you're a small person like mm-hmm. you're gonna be an adult person at some point so i'm gonna talk to you as if you're an adult person that i can help right now because when you get to be an yeah. adult it's almost impossible to change an adult's mind or mode of thinking or to rationalize why this is bad and this is good obviously from all the adults that we have that we experience day to day does crazy <laughs> asinine things but for a kid i can just say something and they they'll weigh it out. I even if they don't change their mind, I at least saw they thought about it. Yeah, that's why I like teaching kids more because I can at least help some. I can help for there to be less assholes in the world. Is my goal. <laughs> I don't want to change everything. I just want there to be one less asshole. That's really yeah. it. That's
0: awesome, Mario. And yeah. I I think you're you're contributing to that as far as quote one less asshole in the world, which on on the flip side of it converts to you're you're churning out five to ten great people i hope so you know and with that dude you did over two hours
1: yeah whoa, yeah man look it at flew. that whoa
0: i really want to thank you for your and time you, it flew right i know we have to do this again
1: I at know. another point See, there's probably a lot gonna, more we have to unpack i have to wait to hear this all um, this uh my Kobe Bryant story, You're not gonna <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> that's going to be a good one. Though. I think all the other stories were oh, yeah. uh, amazing, though. Yeah, and I, I got really a story liked. for today's man. Thank you for letting me take up the time and inviting me here and let me cut you off by accident at all times. I'm so sorry. It's all right, man. Just super excited to be here, and I'm real thankful for this opportunity all day. Be very humble. Warren, listen to your pops. He knows a lot. <laughs> Even if he sounds like he's wrong, trust. He, he knows what he's talking about. You're going to be a great guy. I can see it in your eyes, man. Thank you so much, Mario.